states. Oh, so far. Oh, we might have ran out. Let me let me find, help you find it. Also, the fridge broke. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> also, we're <laughs> going from the last one. I usually try to give it to folks that are the same. They really need some food, but a lot of them don't really want like sugar things. What is this kind of thing? Which is fair. Yeah. So I've been having a hard time giving away the free pastries. Literally. (laughs) My entire Atlas career, I think the majority of my body was day-old croissants and kombucha. I don't understand how that's possible, but... Not not very very nutritional. (laughs) And then also, like, the the meat sticks. Like the, like, like the meat snacks. Yeah, the, like, Vermont... Yeah. Company ones. Yeah. Those are great. Not meat company ones. I was going to miss my arm ball. Like, I always say, yeah. Thank you. Are you bean or are you meat? Do you want me bite? Can you just... Yeah. So, <laughs> Nico took a bite, but he wasn't sure. I just can't tell. We've opened all of them, and I can't tell. I'm looking for a it's bean one. That. He has two chicharron ones. Oh, that's tricky, because they probably both have beans. Chicharron. Chicharron. Who's got the Chicharron. <laughs> Doesn't this look meaty? Oh, hot Doesn't sauce. This, mm, that looks meaty. Just this. Doesn't this look meaty too? Uh, <laughs> somebody put it they in front of me. Probably Nico's, because that's something that Nico does. What do I do? Ginger ale? Bring yourself a couple <laughs> extra drinks. I do. Ginger ale? Is that yours? I, yeah. That also tastes like meat. <laughs> it does? I have Alright. I think this might be the jack. You think so? But I don't know. I, I looked at it and it looked like meat. Well, do the beans use, like, broth? Doesn't that look more meaty to you in some way? Because there's, like... Oh, shit, yeah. Do they give us three chicharron? Why do they... That looks... Do they give us... to me. Do they give Those us all... I see, I see protein. This one looks the most meaty to me. Of them all? The meatiest of them all? Because there's, like, white. And those ones look the most beany, but they also look... You gotta keep you gotta keep the cheese. That looks like beans to me. That's beans. This is meat. You think? Well, I, do, you, you, but I don't know. It's I not look, the, the problem for me is not. They'll make a detector for this. What'd you say? I bet one day they'll make a detector for this. For like people who are very worried about meat. detector. I don't know if it works that this is definitely. They could probably get like other definitely. proteins then. Yeah. Did they give us three? No, I'm nervous that I just took another big bite of your bean one. Because <laughs> <laughs> now I'm taking two bites of it. Um, <laughs> this one, I think this was from that one. I'm just. Saying, I'm, I'm worried. I think they might all be meat. Honestly, you think they gave us all meat? I think they might all be. Meat. Um, if you need a person to eat a meat pupusa, <laughs> I can be that person. It's all meat. That's what I was gonna say. Whoops, all meat. That's a great phrase. What do you think about it? Putting that on. Oh, you probably don't know Oops All Berries. But what the fuck's that? It's from Captain Crunch. Oh, uh, it's so hard to tell. I was gonna say, that is so 90s TV. Yeah. Did you say Oops All Meats? Yeah. Maybe it's like, oh, there was an accident at the Captain Crunch factory. Yeah, yeah. It's all berries. It's like a. This one looks like a beanie to me. Uh oh, Oreo. That's like a chocolate. This one looks beanie. Wait, are there two in here? Wait, do you have I have a little bit of a I think the one that you've Did had the most of is the computer game that came in the Captain Crunch box. The person who uploaded that. I can send you back some dollars. Speaking of that, I owe 
you money for food last week. Oh, fuck. You gotta bill me on Venmo. I think you're right. God damn it, Jack. I think I ate your beans. No. I already kind of mentioned, I think I'm going to call it on the bar, Oh, just because I'm going to see everyone I want to see separately outside of this gathering, and I only wanted to really have the bar thing to see, like, Jess and Maureen and Molly, who I all have separate plans with and who are likely not going to, yeah, not going to go to the bar anyways. Okay. Um, so, so like, if people want to, I could do a little firefighter night, but I'm not like. Mm-hmm. I can do it. Yeah, yeah. I, it does. I'm not. It, yeah, I don't need it to happen to feel satisfied. Mm-hmm. We could um, probably this looks like hijack Hatfield if people want. This one is can I have some of the. That's true. We can have a fire in my house. That one is if different. We want to just that. I mean, there, like your house and a fire is pit. like if it's that's what you want. Well, break. it's far away, yeah. so that's like I realized. Too. It's well, out of so Oh, I um, meant Hatfield being far for you. Oh. No, um, I meant people are far away from me. I'm like 20 minutes up north from um, Rickington. I mean, you're talking about tonight? No, no. Or? Friday. Friday. It's, I'm, I'm going to call it on the bar. We're not going to go to the bar yes, for got my that sake. I'm glad I can play back this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that I understand what happened. Perfect. Matt, I'm going to miss your little laugh. Can we get a soundboard with um, Yo, you 50, say little... <laughs> 50 preset Matt's laughs or Matt's <laughs> reactions? We need the other microphone for that. Just like, hi, I'm Julian. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you. Bye, I love you. Love you, bye. Yeah, sure. Or like, is it gay? <laughs> <laughs> it usually is, to be fair. Wow, this is our... Is there a gluten in this? I <laughs> <laughs> my fridge. It's these, like, little old-school vintage kids <laughs> at a bakery, and the little speed bubbles, like... And I presume these are all gluten. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I'm so sorry, Lisa. Sweet man. Don't, don't be sorry. I had plenty of food. I was just, I got too excited. And the tummy rumbles were active. It's okay. I still have most of the pupusa. It was good. And I didn't need all that cheese. Oh. Did you take that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I got some in my bag too, if you need more. Yeah, I've got some. Oh my god. That's what my god. I love being friends with Milan. Right, what is friendship in your late 20s to early 30s if you can't just be like, I need some lactate. Who's got a lactate? In a little box. Yeah, Jack has the best like tic-tacs. situation. Oh yeah, the Tic Tacs, that's my favorite. Yeah, Tate game is strong. Tate game. I gotta get a bottle. Do you even do tape? Bro, do you even tape, bro? Do you even tape, bro? We were all out of our minds. We were all We're all tated out of our minds. We're just knocking back the laxative. <laughs> oh, shit. I totally did the thing that you said not to do and forgot to even think about level four stuff. But I was pretty happy with what I picked. Perfect. So I'm keeping it. Good. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy as a pure shirt. I've really been going back and forth. <laughs> I've really been going back and forth on the chef feet. 
but it's just too too apropos. If there ever was a character that needed this feat, it's this one, so. Yuri's new feat really leveled him up. Well, it's like it has cheese and mustard. They mustard. Oh, yeah. Um, said a few picks, maybe? Mm-hmm. Twice as much avocado. A few picks in this economy? <laughs> I want a soundbite of that, Migo. That's <laughs> <laughs> shock piercing. Are we ready to... Mm-hmm. Yes, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Weird. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> in the, in the spirit of the conversation we were just having, and also because I've been trying to find a way to say this for a very long time, I've been coming out as MD and bi for the last few months. Sweet. Putting that out there right now. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, got you. And now we got it on video. We got we got a recording of it. Heard it here first. I mean, I can oh, yeah. not put that on the internet. Also, I've never like formally addressed it, but I'm also NB. So Oh, we're taking over! <laughs> Biggest secret I had to keep. And also that also sort of makes me buy whatever, plus other things. So. You know, you're queer. By association, well. you could... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I don't like gay people that stop I like to call him extra heterosexual. <laughs> right. It's just like, cis dudes don't super do it for me. So, like, the most heterosexual possible. <laughs> yes. <plus>. Exactly. <laughs> Alright. Love it. But we've all revealed something. Except for these three. You are queers. I'm gay. I'm also gay. I've not been gay. <laughs> been gay, of course. Been gay. Welcome to oh, the club officially. That do. does officially make the entire table yes. queer, though. We're waiting for this moment. Jack, we love you so much. Love you, Jack. And yeah. Amanda. Here. And Davis. You're the best. Yeah. Well, I love it, too. I love you, right? One happy two. Did you say that because I said daddy? Said daddy? <laughs> what was there? <laughs> no. Okay, I thought you were like going off of our conversation. In response to that. In response to that. Never call me daddy. I'm not daddy, but I am gay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I am daddy, but maybe not. Does anyone have any questions about last week's session or the game before we begin? <laughs> No. Ability. Ability points. Yeah. It was, you get two if you don't choose a feat, but if you get a feat, you get one. It depends on the feat. Oh, different feats, like, each feat is unique. Some feats will give you an ability score and a, and a thing. Some feats don't give you an ability score, they just give you a few things. Okay. Um, so, and... Yeah, I think that's really... Okay. Yeah. So, like, I took the chef feet, and it says, like, gain plus one to wisdom or charisma. Yeah. And then also it gives me another thing. So, yeah, for mine, I get bonus to strength or dexterity, and we 
you and I, my dad helped me with this, decided that I was going with dexterity. Okay. I don't yeah. remember All that. the... Some feats, like, the keen mind feat doesn't, bad. I think, <laughs> increase any ability score, yeah. but it does give yeah. you... Makes less. It's the ability to, like, apparently. know cardinal directions at any given time, to remember everything that happened in detail within the last month. Piercer does that? No, this is, like, keen mind. No. Oh. <laughs> um, so, there are some feats that don't, like, do ability-specific things. Cool. Okay. Uh, gotcha. In general, you get one and then something else, or you can take two. Great. Great. Thank you. Yes. I would have. Whoa. Okay. It's such a special occasion. So I know it's only going to affect you for like 12 more hours, but um, I chose Bountiful Luck, and that means that if I can see you within 30 feet and you roll a one, for an attack, roll, ability check, or saving throw, I can use my reaction to let y'all re-roll the deck. You're so kind and lucky. Please, will you There's say it so one more time lucky. for my brain? Yeah. Um, if I can see you within 30 feet of your roll, and you roll a one, on an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw, I can use my reaction to let you re-roll the one. Oh, so we get your, like, halfling... Yeah. If we're close to them. The ally must use the new roll, which... Neato. Cool. And also, like, once per long rest, right? And you can't use your lucky racial trait before the end of your next turn. Um, what happens so if you I roll... So I think I could just... Oh, it's a reaction? Forever, yeah. Awesome. If you roll a run up and move roll, if you roll a one on your re-roll, do you have to, you have to use it? You can roll it again. That's a good question. So ask it again. <laughs> Generally, when I've rolled a one on my second re-roll of a one, you've always just let me roll again until it's not a one. It's only happened like one time. What's the ability say? When an ally you can see within 30 feet of you rolls one on a d20 for an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw, you can use your reaction to let the ally re-roll the die. The ally must use the new roll, and you can't yeah, use sure. your lucky racial trade before the end of your next turn. Um, so Sawyer was asking if yeah. they roll a one on their second roll. You have to use it. Okay. I think that's true of lucky, too. If I've given you a pass there in the past... Um, <laughs> Can you read the... Can you read Lucky? This is a story about a girl named Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in and she wakes up. I read the thing in the song. <laughs> when you go up. <laughs> one on the die. Uh, for an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw, you can re-roll the die and must use the new roll. Yeah, so you've got to use the second one even if it's a one. Alright, well, I've been getting so lucky. Thank you. You're welcome, Getting lucky is what this is about. <laughs> I. Okay, I'm it's believing all of you. I'm also going to So. I like you, Julian. Unless there are any more questions. Ooh, I should have eaten more earlier. 
Uh, last session, you all escaped Grazu after wandering into the middle of a bloodbath. <clears throat> after coming close to sparking conflict with the guards of the house, you managed to get Lady Grauthund to talk some more after mentioning your connection to the Blackstone. Chapa determines she's lying about something, if not everything, regarding the presence of the Zents in her home. Ursula seemed to suggest that he and the other Zents were welcomed with open arms into the villa before Herbaz, Yal's bodyguard, the half orc, appeared to knock him out with the butt of his sword. Uh, soon the City Watch announced their presence and demanded that a representative of the house make themselves known or they would be forced to enter the villa. Lady Grauthun then instructed her boss to lead Wall out the back door while she spoke with the Watch. No sooner than she left the house, however, did Herstal slip his ties and make a break for the exit. Thank you. Um, you all gave pursuit and managed to knock him out. Julian also discovered a room with some sort of arcane glyph on the floor, a cage full of... What? Is that... <laughs> What's so funny about that word? Yo, bro, next clip. <laughs> that was the worst word. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. I'm not, I love it. Continue. I love I'm it. not Continue. following why Sawyer yeah, is laughing at this one. I'm laughing at Sawyer. I'm it's laughing at Sawyer. It's not funny sounds together, maybe. It's what you're it's saying. It's like shortening hieroglyph to cliff. Is that what it was? No, glyph. It's, it's like a, a real word. It's like oh. a rune. <laughs> I thought you were shortening higher glyph to glyph. <laughs> no. To be like the way my dad shortens <laughs> Google it. It's a, this is a word Why made out of letters. Google or to save time, let's. <laughs> <Can't think> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Before you could do much more, Chuck was knocked out and held it right <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. boss threatening to end his life if you all did not agree to leave the villa immediately. Uh, you accepted begrudgingly, leaving Ursel's unconscious body and many unanswered questions behind. Goddammit, those home, questions. Leveled up. Julian talked some more with Newt, but couldn't figure out anything more about the strange disembodied voice he heard. Chapa bought some fancy tea to use divination magic with. Yuri and Julian went to Embrick to commission a humidifier. You all then departed to the Widow's Walk, if I remember correctly, to meet for Micah Pink, give her Aronio's gift, and see what information she might have to share. Um, Chuck, are you going to be going as yourself or as Gutain this evening? I was thinking because um, that's what I meant. Yes, Gutain has not seen me as I'm. I might. Gatane has seen you in both forms. Um, Gatane has seen you in both forms. <laughs> <laughs> wait, that was if like a... otherwise, that's cool. I just... Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Establish that. That, was, that, that interaction right there was like an arrested development where it's like, Michael's like, I'm not lying, Mom. And the narrator's like, Michael was lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, that's... That's that's true. Okay. Um, I think for vibes, I'm gonna pretend whatever you want. <laughs> Don't let me rain on your parade. <laughs> Don't with facts. Um, I cast disguise self on the walkover. Okay. Who's going? Everyone. Yeah, Travis going. Let's go. All right, everyone's going to the woods walk. Travis didn't get in last time. 
That's true. Oh, Me so and Yuri played cards in the alley. <laughs> 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 oh, really should I put night. on my gold suit? Probably. Oh, I don't want money. Obviously, yeah. yes. Do you want to play cards again? All right. Penultimate okay. Julian, you've got to bust out the gold suit. What time do you all go, out of curiosity? Night. Early, mid, late. Like, nine. Okay. Here's what I imagine. Sure. Gen Z is going to take us to the bar. This is what I'm getting. I want to know what how you're imagining it so I can meet you where you're at. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's the vibe right now? Yeah. Um, intention. I would say it is uh, fairly lighthearted, but with a with a bit of a like question underneath. <laughs> if you can find that music, go for it. <laughs> Got it. Just the With a bit of a question. In the, I mean, it, um, like, the, the vibe is not, like, dour or, like, low. It's just, like, there's a, there's a little bit of tension, but there's no reason to feel, like... Okay. Some tensity. You're, yeah, just to maybe, like, sink everyone back in. So you're following up on a lead that you've been chasing for a while, which is uh, Aronio left a poem... That seemed to convey some cryptic messages. Uh, there was also three, there were also three gifts left for Chuck to deliver ostensibly to Erroneo's ex-bandmates. You are currently <laughs> delivering one of those gifts, but also potentially trying to find out more information from Miss Pink about uh, I'm not sure relationship with Aronia, why Aronia might be giving this gift now, those sorts of things. Did you write this in iambic pentameter? Uh, it is. I don't think it's iambic pentameter. Oh, well. But it is very. It's but very it sing-songy. Is, it it is in it is in iams. It yeah. is in like metered. Uh, that, that, that it is metered. Yeah, but I don't think it. I, I don't know. I, I can't remember if I wrote it in iambic pentameter. I think it's close to that though. Okay, it's not perfect. Just like gave up. So it's like, did you write this in iambic pentameter? Because it's riddled with errors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, don't don't. I'm not trying to call myself Shakespeare. <laughs> we are. Players, 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 strong and season. I'm feeling bitey uh, today. Yeah, I think we want to get there. Maybe because just after the opener starts for whatever like the event of the evening. I'm going with what uh, <laughs> with what Chuck said. You're That's going what Chuck said. Or Chuck said. I will also say. So you arrive at the widow's walk. Um, nine o'clock. It is not. Uh, it's not late, but it's also not early. It's sort of that weird time between uh, dinner and going out. It's also fairly early in the ten day. We're on the third of Uktar. Um, it's not a typical going out night, so things aren't that busy. There's no long line like you encountered on Liars Night. But you do arrive at the bar. You see the. Uh, sort of startling black face with, black brick face with the uh, mortars painted bubblegum pink and the uh, pink neon sign of a spider dangling into a martini glass out front. And you also they see... Have neon? It's... <laughs> magic. <laughs> for all for for the purposes of imagining this, it's neon. Luminescent um, <laughs> <laughs> gases. It is a clever casting of the spell... 
uh, Eternal Flame. You're a robot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was just curious what it was all about. <laughs> Chemistry does not exist in this plane. Okay. It's clever casting of the spell Eternal Flame. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you all arrive at the Widow's Walk, and you see the familiar personage of Katain in a less risque, but no less in character, leather outfit. Mm. Okay, I'm in Monsoir. By the time we get there. Uh, I know, I know, I know. Before we get there, I'm like, okay, guys, you can ruin this for me. <laughs> no, that was Katain groaning. No, I know, I know okay, it was, okay, but okay, I wanted okay. to say that before we got to the bar. Okay. Just act natural and cool. Me. Right, I've never been friends okay. with a drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go. Clop, 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 clop. That's the only way Monsoir walks. Oh, do you need clubbing music? Honestly, can you put on the the, the soundtrack to, to the second Matrix because that is the vibe in my head. That walk. That's not the vibe tonight. That was more the vibe on that. Tonight it's more a little loungy. quieter. It's much more Ennio Morricone. It's a Tuesday. I don't want to shut that down. I just want no, I appreciate that. Create a cohesive picture. Like a chill we matrix. Need cowboy bebop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, this honestly is too far away. How are you controlling your music? Spotify. Okay. Uh, send me a yes. invitation. Welcome to Walk. Why are you wearing this costume again? So what's the costume you're talking about? This is my natural form. Can we not dispense with this? I know who you are. And I, I know, know why you're who here. I am. And I know who I am. And that's all important. Uh, we are here for Mr. Spink. I received, or a friend of from mine. From me, yes. Received, you received an invitation I, from, from me. We didn't talk. It was my friend. Received to talk to Mr. Can we please and go these, inside? Uh, these are my comrades. Alright, you can go in, they need to pay a cover. Oh? Uh, Mons- Bonsoir? I walk in. Shut away for no We are left with Gitain, who is, uh, says, uh, for the four of you, um, what you got? Insight check. Roll insight check. What are you trying to determine? If this is like the usual price. Sure. Or if I'm proficient, can I roll as well? <laughs> uh, One! Are you trying to determine the same thing? You can yeah. roll again! <gasps> I can? Yeah. One you use that once per oh, long yes. rest? Is that right? Once per round. It's, it's a reaction. Per once per round. Is it really? That's yeah. what I thought we used. Yeah, check if bountiful, bountiful Luck is the same. I know Lux you can use whenever. I don't know if Bountiful Luck is the same. Right, it says the ally must use the new role and you can't use your Lucky Racial Trait. Also, you just type my name into the search turn. bar earlier for music. I mean, you can only use it in Bountiful So you can only use Bountiful Luck or Lucky and you can only use it within a like six second time frame. Hold on. I want to just read Bountiful Luck. Is that my oh, well. Wow. So you took him away. Well, it really is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but you're taking off soon, so it's okay. <laughs> um, you get to re-roll. 
Wow. <laughs> That's cool. I, I really like that. I'm so glad it's worked out. Two! <laughs> just five? Amazing. Um, plus something, plus something. Gatain seems. Uh, I'm not working for you. seems. Four. four. Just like she's doing. Um. Oh, shit. Um. But did you want to roll as well, Choppa? Yes, I rolled a nine. I'm proficient. The table is. I want to avoid this. Okay. Two people get yeah, to roll. That's that's fair. Actually, you know what? Whatever. Pile in. Pile in. <laughs> if you have proficiency, go for it. That would be a twenty-one. <laughs> With a twenty-one, you gather that she's giving you actually a little discount. Ooh! I'll figure that out. You remember that on Liar's Night, the um, the cover was one gold ahead. And, and you are four people. Party, it's two. Oh, it's two gold for all of us? It's yeah. a lot for our cover. I thought it was two gold each. It's, well, 20 bucks. It's, it's, a, it's a, a lot. decent cover. I mean, look, you can criticize the business practices of the Widow's Walk if you'd like. Julian That's pulls out story. two gold pieces from behind <laughs> his ears and says, look, they match my suit. Did you go in the suit? Yes. <laughs> oh, man, I was awesome. that. Um, <clears throat> gives two gold to... Do you always wear the suit? I thought it was a liar's night scene, but do you always wear the suit? I, I, Is well, it like your scene? It could be. Do you think it should be? <laughs> it's not not working for you. Here's two gold for you. Go on in. She steps aside and allows you to enter. Bye, thank you, love you. While that was happening, you stepped into the Widow's Walk, and yeah. you find that it is... There are some people walking around the bar. It's not empty, mm-hmm. but it's certainly not packed. And you can tell that there is an act happening through the back, the, through the door uh, to the Widowmaker stage. But um, compared to when you were here on Liar's Night, there's a pretty stark difference in the crowd size. Okay, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> I have a quick question. Mm-hmm. The duration of this spell is one hour. <laughs> can I make it be shorter than that? Can I, like, shake off? You can, yeah, you can dispel can, it whenever dispel. you want. Okay, cool, cool. Great. It's a concentration spell, is it? Or there'll be a little C next to it if it is. No, it's, uh, it's not. It's yeah. You can, you can drop the spell. Cool. You have control over it. Yeah. Great. I kind of, like, I walk in and then... Cool. And I go, uh, au revoir, bonsoir. <laughs> to no one. To <laughs> myself. Your companions join you after, like, a, a little bit of time in there. Cool. Did you just buy Felicia with your own name? Yes. That's <laughs> my, my... So, you are, uh, in the bar. What would you like to do? Um, can I walk over to where, on Liar's Night, I remember there being, like, the guards? Yeah, so there's a staircase that leads up in this, like, front... There's, like, a short, small atrium area, opens up into a larger bar room. Uh, there is a staircase to your left mm-hmm. that goes up and sort of wraps around the top of the room, and there's a doorway that leads ostensibly into... 
the office of for my companion. Okay. Are the are the stairs guarded or are they unguarded? They are guarded. Okay. They are guarded by the same two half orc bodyguard bouncery types that you encountered okay. the first time. I walk up and I go. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Good morrow, gentlemen. What do you want? I uh, have business with the mistress. She was. What did your? What is What is your name? My name is Chuckleberry Finn, and I am a friend of a friend. You see the one who hasn't been talking sort of lean over and like whisper something into the other one's ear. Oh right, yes. Gitane told us you might be coming by. Oh yes, yes. She uh, she knows I am here. Me. Only only you can go. These other people we do not know them. I. Oh, okay. I mean that's fair. Okay. Yeah, it's like a VIP thing. Bye. Bye. And I. Should we go dance? Enemies in the city. You understand? It doesn't look like Julia pops out of bang and bang bang again. (laughs) Go Conga. Go go make yourself. Chocolate's gonna dance. Take it sleazy. I'm gonna walk it upstairs. She feels the call of the moon. So you walk up the stairs (laughs) and walk around the bar and to the door. Mm. Try it. It's open. Do you knock? Do you announce yourself? What do you do? I knock. <clears throat> Come in. Poke my head around. Uh, hello. I'm looking for a <laughs> mica for mica pink. Uh, you Known see as the mistress seated across. So you poke your head into this room, and it is indeed an office space. Uh, straight across from the door is a desk, sizable desk, behind which is seated a farm, a female satyr. Um, Falling over. (laughs) Bad. I'll steal that for later, though. (laughs) She is hunched over paperwork. She has a bubblegum pink feather quill that is sort of dancing across a page. She looks up Hanging lazily out of another hand is a cigarette holder with a cigarette hanging off and is trailing smoke up into the air. She is wearing a tight black leather dress, has a uh, pink shag haircut, and sort of light pink toned skin. Whoa. Okay. It's like fur, but it's light pink toned. Okay. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Do the thing like in cartoons where it's like, whoa! Yeah, yeah. Just... My tongue goes, uh, No, wait, wait. When you say for the bottom half, is you, where can, the fur you can't is. see the bottom half, but it seems like but... her, like she, like she, if anything, seems a little less human and more fey okay. than other satyrs you've encountered. There's still, like, a humanoid aspect. It's almost like she has, like, cowhide for, uh, for, like, her face. Beautiful. Or for her, you know, her skin. Her body. Okay. Uh, I'm, you were expecting me? My, uh, I'm, uh, uh, your, uh, uh, must be chapped. Uh, yeah. That's my, um, name. Uh Uh-huh. No. What the fuck do you? 
I I believe. Come in. Okay. Okay. Yes. Here. She offers to a a seat across the desk from her. You can see as you walk in that what you immediately thought might have just been a reflective, uh, like black piece of stone behind her is in fact a window that as you get closer you can see looks out over the stage into the widow's walk it seems that from up here she's able to watch the stage and that's pretty cool observe the performances that's pretty cool um you also see around the uh the office there are portraits that have been painted some of her others of her with other people um it seems like they are it's it's equivalent to uh like polaroids don't exist in this world Mm. but there's something about them there's like a similarity in how they all look artistically that suggests they were magically rendered in the same way and quickly to act as Memorabilia of her with various faces that you may or may not recognize. Do I recognize any of the faces? Roll a history check. Um, I think that's an eight. But I have to see the writing on these is so small. Yeah. Um, sorry, a nine. You don't recognize any of the faces, but you gather that they are people of importance from Waterville. Or Waterdeep. Waterville. Waterville's one of my college water. Uh, <laughs> from uh, from Waterdeep. Uh, okay. Just based on the fact that, that the, the context clue is pretty pretty clear. Cool. Okay. Um, I sit down very awkwardly. Chuck sits down very awkwardly. Um, uh, so, hi. I'm... Um, you sent a message to... You sent a message. You, yes, you got my message. I got your message. Okay. Um, this, is a little, this is a little awkward, but... Um, Aronio. You know, Aronio Symphonio. She just ashes her cigarette at the mention of the name. Yes. So, he uh, has past this plane of reality he um well one let me reintroduce myself my name is Chuckleberry Finn I was a a young little a kid if you will really who um who was taken in by Ronio he mentored me he taught me of the Fey way I like to call it the way um (laughs) And he, uh, you know, didn't inform me of his his past of being a musician. But when he told me that he was, you know, moving on to the Fae realm, he he yes, he went back to the Fae. He went back to the Fae. And he he left. She takes a contemplative drag of the cigarette. And I don't. And I don't know why. I don't know why. And I, I, I tried to ask him. He was being very cagey about it. But he wanted me to go with him. And I said I couldn't because I have recently come into a good community of people that I just couldn't leave behind yet. But he left me with a note. Things. And he left me with some gifts. And I have... Shall I read you the note? She extends a hand. Oh. Takes it. Looks it over. After a few seconds, you just hear sort of like, you know, like sentimental bullshit. Mm. 
kind of passes it across the table. So, um, musician, go figure. So I, but would you like? Do 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 you get anything out of that note? That any s- subtext and <clears throat> clues of his his? I haven't talked with Aronia for a while. He did come by here some time ago. And Turned him away. Uh, can I ask what what happened between you two? What transpired that caused? Roll a persuasion check. Thirteen. We have a history. <clears throat> and. And it's difficult. And it's diff- and it's okay. Um, <laughs> and it's maybe a little Yeah. So yeah, okay. Um Well I I'm sorry if it's the news of him passing to the, the Feywilds is is that shocking to you? Did you think he was going to do it or what do you what do you make of that? Because I can't make I can't make ghost about a lot of things. Horns or tails from it. He always talked about going back to the Feywild, but he talked about a lot of things. He was a talker. Mm, and after my own horn. <laughs> well, I guess I'm after his horn. Well, you know, we never really discussed our horns with each other, so that's okay. What can I say? Hmm. Oh, sorry. He loved discussing his horn with me. <laughs> so is that all? No. no <laughs> um, so you're not surprised that he went back to the to the Feywild? Should I be? Well, I just for to me it was really it was it's quite sudden. He's I, from the Feywild. Well, I'm from the Feywild. Well, I know. I was gonna say your accent has remarkably. Uh, not, I didn't grow up in the Feywild. Mm. I all satyrs and fawns share a connection. Oh, I know. I was born on the prime material plane in Waterdeep. Same here, sister. He took you back. Yeah. When? How? And you came back here. We used to be together. Oh, I figured that out when you talked about his horn. I could see it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you, when did you, when was the last, how often did you go back? Did you go back multiple times? He's gone back multiple times. We went back the one time and it's hard to say how long we were there. Classic five. But it was a, it was indescribable. I can only imagine. And what? Why did he take you there? Just because some romantic together? Oh yes. Okay. He wanted to show me where he grew up. Mm-hmm. Did you meet his family? Oh, I met the whole lark. Yeah. And how was? Has he told you about the fathomless lark? Um, no. The fathomless lark. Just how close were you to? Well, I we really had a Dumbledore Harry situation. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, he knew everything about my life. I knew nothing about his. 
very focused. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> well, Aronio, the fathomless lark, he mentions the forest of fathoms in this poem. Forest what? of fathoms. Skip that part. <clears throat> Doesn't? I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. The forest of fathoms is found in the Feywild. It's, uh, oh. It is a forest that has been drowned by, he said it was some battle between two archfey in some indescribable past. A lot of things about the Feywild are hard to pin down. Mm. It's not a linear, it's more of a swirly time line. It's an emotional place. It's an emotional place, yes. Just like emotions, it's hard to pin them down to any one time. But, it's deep. I'm gonna use that in my next song. The Fourth of Fathoms was drowned. And uh, before that, it was a home to satyrs. And following the flood, they repopulated it in the tree tr- in the tree trunks, the, the limbs. They created networks of homes that traveled over large distances of the forest. And those satyrs who were from the forest called themselves the Fathomless Lark. It's what? a party that never stops. Oh, I want to go there. Most satyrs who go don't come back. How did you come back? We came back together. We agreed. We, it, that's why I say it's hard to describe. Sometimes when I think about it, it feels like we were there for a lifetime. And other times it feels like we were only there for a few minutes. Hmm. Well, I'm... This then makes me... I'm very curious. He he left a gift with with me to give to you. And I think it's more of a... Our demeanor shifts a little bit. I think it's it's more of a returning than a gift of an item. But I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. So here it is. And I take out the cylinder flask. Roll an insight check. Um, 17. Uh, Mika has a pretty, uh, cold front and has been rather, not so much rigid, but just calm and collected in her position of relative power over you Mm -hmm. and understanding the situation in a way that you don't. Mm -hmm. But the moment that you put this cylinder on the table, for just a fraction of a second, as you look at her, something softens, something gives way. Mm -hmm. And you can almost see that she has to hold back an emotion she wasn't expecting to feel. And she even, like, has to disguise stubbing out her cigarette, you can tell, as, like, wiping away a small tear that is collected in the corner of her eye. Oh my god. Classic children. Uh, Mads, that is you. You did that. 
<laughs> but after that moment, she, she fits a new cigarette into the cigarette holder, lights it, and says, well, that's nice. Jack, I have to tell you, you're really causing my nicotine addiction to, like, <laughs> right now. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to see if I third. Okay, um... <clears throat> well, does this mean anything to you? I can't make horns or tails of it. It was a gift you gave me long ago, and I gave it back to him in a moment of anger. She reaches across the desk, and she says a word in Sylvan. Do you know Sylvan? She says, open. <laughs> Say friend and enter. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you see that around sort of like a couple inches down from the top of this cylinder, a small seam opens up and she like uncorks it, opens it. I've been trying to figure out how to do that. And it's it seems to be like full to the brim with clean, cool water. And there's something in it. And she delicately reaches in and pulls out a stick. And as she does, it drips some water, and she holds it there. And as she's holding it, you can see that rather than slow down, the drip continues. And pretty soon it just becomes a constant stream that falls into the flask, which begins to overflow. And as soon as it does, she sort of like picks it up and moves it and puts it back in and tightens it. It's a bottomless flask. It's a magical item. It's uh, a piece of one of the trees from the Forest of Fathoms. It is an unlimited supply of water. It also can cast some magical spells. Like what? Uh, you can kind of turn it into a fire hose. Whoa! <laughs> I have a friend who would love that. <laughs> well, that's, that's so true. Yes, no, I understand that, and I appreciate that. For now. That I could that I could do this for you. I guess my my real question is, he wanted to come back. He wanted me to come back with him. And and I said no. And did I make a mistake in that? Because he well, seemed so adamant about me going with him. We went to the Feywild through a portal in Waterdeep. Huh? He, you. Ah, uh, what? He really hasn't told you. No, no, I know jack shit about <clears throat> his life. Okay, portal in Waterdeep. Where? I don't I don't really remember I know you rolled low like mm, sorry I it's hard to say does anything in this Aronio took me there but there's there's strange rules around the Feywild he and seems like he mentions it. It's If you know how to get there, you can always return, but finding it in the first place is hard. He showed me, but I can't find my way back. I would need to think more about it. I remember a unicorn. A unicorn? Uh, 
Um, well, can I, can I take out the key that he gave me? Because he gave me a key. Mm-hmm. Um, and can I get, does this strike any, anything? Yeah, he, I've seen that key before. Aronio was always hard to pin down. I remember one time he left the city for a while and came back and had that key with him. He never said what it was for. This isn't the key to the Feywild. The portal to the Feywild. I don't know what it could be, but... I remember he would keep it on him. Interesting, interesting. And you're sure it's not the key to his house? The little hut? The little hut. No. Okay. I mean, that's not that key. That's not that key. Okay, good. Just making sure. Okay. I think... I never saw what that key was for. It wasn't long after he found that that... Things fell apart. Between the two of you. Between all of us. And, and what happened with the band? I, you know, I've actually, I've met Zedekata. You met Zed? I met Zed. How sad. Zed's doing, he's doing okay. He had a curse in his field, but we fixed it. And he's out of the city now? He's, he's, he's living in Undercliff. Ah. And does he still work in the... In the city green spaces, gardens. Um, sometimes, yes. Um, but he's doing a lot of uh, honey making. He has an apiary, and he, he always talked about retiring and uh, getting a place in the country. That sounds about right. Also, very into the fungal sciences, and oh, yeah. If you know, he, mm-hmm. he did like to um, experiment with drugs. I mean, we all did. But um, so Pink Symphony. <laughs> Some of us had more control over ourselves than others, let's say. Ronio had very little control. Mm. And do you think that's what led the band to come to its demise? It's a number of things. Um, roll a persuasion check. Gladly. This time with advantage. I think I have a Dirty 20. <clears throat> it's a long story, and it's hard to tell. <sighs> when Aronio and I met, we were both trying to come up in Waterdeep in the various bars and taverns, make a name for ourselves. And he had a wonderful idea. He managed to channel magical energy into his instrument to distort the sound and project it louder in a way that was frankly new and hadn't been heard and combined with my singing we started to form a group that became very popular and pretty soon we were the talk of the town but at a certain point his behaviors became more erratic he started to behave in just hurtful ways Unpredictable ways. Do you think the fame got to his head? 
he was always very concerned with fame, but it was something more. I, I always attributed it to drug use, but I think it was something he had little control over. Anyway, is at a certain point he started to steal from us. And, oh. <clears throat> uh, it got to a point where he was doing more harm to us than good as staying in the group, and at that point I was offered a contract to work here before I became the proprietor. And though we were successful, it was hard to continue to perform because he was so erratic. And I took the sure thing, and I ended our relationship. And over time, I ended up taking over control of this place and making it more in my image. But I gotta say, I, I've loved what you've done with the place. So that bouncer you have out there, Katane. Yeah, she's something special, but I sometimes wonder if she's a bit too brusque. Oh, she's brusque enough for me. We've had, if I might be completely honest for a second, a hard time keeping the place full. Right, but, but I was here on Liar's Night, and there's... Well, Liar's Night is... A line out the door. Yeah, Liar's Night. We always do well on Liar's Night. Well, do you have... How do you bring people out at the beginning of a tent? Do you have any um, regular entertainment? Entertainment? Don't say that, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> if you're asking for a performance position, we might be able to work something out. I have it on good authority by with Dernan of the yawning portal. <laughs> she said, I was going, yawning. sorry, I was, I was about to say ye old watering hole, and I was like, ye old watering hole. That would have been very tough. Ye when old. you do say yawning portal, she chortles, and yeah. is like, it's not a sage. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I, I do say so myself, I've, I've packed the house there before, and I'll do it again, and That's I... That's mostly an adventure spot, not a very discerning crowd. No, but I, I had Aronio's spirit come to one of my performances, and he... Spirit? His, his spirit, yes. He was able to cast a spell that his, almost like a hologram of him, was in the awning portal, but he said he, he didn't was... didn't go there himself. No, a spirit... A he didn't try to take the spotlight for himself. No, I, and in fact, I tried to get him to perform with me, and instead he just was like, no, 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 you, da- you, you out dance a little bit, but no, like, not, I'm, this is your night, not me, I mean, it's classic Aronio, you know, so. What are you I, doing tonight? Uh, <laughs> well, talking to you, really, was all I had. You want to perform tonight? Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> I won't let you down. <laughs> we have a um, special event of sorts. After hours thing. I think you might be just right for it, though. <laughs> I'm calling Chuck it the Siren's Seduction. I have a friend, a siren from the Fae. I've convinced her to come here after hours and pit her against other musicians to see who can seduce who. To be fair, it's a pretty one-sided event, but what do you say? I'd say wrong. Wait, I'm sorry, uh, point of order. I'm trying to seduce the siren? Yes. 
Oh, I need another beer. I'm so excited. Season um, of the Hawk. Wait, hold on. This is the right time in Sawyer's life for this to be happening. Quick question. Um, I have a quick question. Yeah. Is there any... Uh, are you attached to my corporal b- form as you see it now? Or would you be okay if I... Have a, another side of me, you know, performed instead? A performance is a performance. You're on. Okay. Yes. We're having fun. We're having fun here tonight. <laughs> oh, I wish I brought my ukulele. <clears throat> Do you need a ukulele? I got two. Wait, actually? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, buddy. If you do you well. <laughs> and we'll see how well you actually do. This stage you'll find is a little different to perform on than the young porn. How so? It's a tougher house. Guess you'll need a tougher lady. Uh, <laughs> okay, what time do you want me on stage? Let me just the do my warm will start in a few hours. Okay. Uh, like I said, it's more of an after hours thing. Um, magical creatures such as sirens are not explicitly legal to mm. have on a stage in Waterdeep, but um, that's the sort of thing that does still draw a crowd for us. So. <clears throat> we we compensate all of our performers well. So do know that this is reciprocal for everybody. I, I'm looking forward to the event. And, you know, I have some friends downstairs that are there, you know, they're my party men and they're here to support and I can also promise you that if you wanted tonight or, or any night really, they have we have connections to you know, even Never Ember Manor we could get some pretty A-list celebs up in this little web of yours <laughs> why don't we worry about one thing at a time? Okay Get the black stuff. Well, uh, it was interesting (laughs) meeting you, Chuckleberry. And you. I can see why Ronio liked you. You're tough. Well, I look forward to seeing you before. I look forward to seeing you see me before. (laughs) And next time you see me, you won't see me at all. Okay. Okay. Uh, with that, she sort of turns back to her paperwork. God, I want a cigarette. Jack, that was really rough. <laughs> yeah, I feel like ashing. And, uh, <sighs> um, I'm going to go to the bathroom. If you want to take a quick cigarette break. <laughs> Thank you. When we come back. Uh, uh, for the opportunity you're providing me to try to seduce a siren. Oh, oh. Oh, I love it, how get excited Sawyer is. I'm really enjoying that. And also this whole thing. Uh, yeah, when we come back, awesome. you will rejoin your party and you'll have a bit of time to kill. Cool. Yeah, better practice. Uh, yeah, we're gonna bowl. Let's smoke some weed. Yeah, uh, open like for it. Let's smoke some weed. I just ran out of my little disposable nicotine pen. <laughs> we sink back in as. 
Chuckleberry descends from the office <laughs> to find his friends. What have you all been doing? Chuck's been up there for about 20... I was teaching everybody how to conga. I'm dancing. Well, what's the scene? So, in the bar, there's some ambient music coming from the performance stage. It is not as high energy as it was that night. It's more like lounge music right now. Mm. Um, Like, very, very like Twin Peaksy, sort of like slinky Mm -hmm. lounge type music. Um, The vibe is very low. There are people, there are, now that it's less busy, you can see that around the edges of the room, there are booths that have like a single pink candle illuminating it. It's very low light. Um, It seems like on the less busy days, even though there might still be a live performance going on, the vibe is much quieter. Mm. So Choppa, you put your hand right here. Hang on. And he like... Oh, no, I guess I'm pretty short, actually. It's very easy for me. And then you put your hand up here. That doesn't seem right. Okay. And you shake your little turtle booty. Like this. And he, like, flutters his tail a little bit. It's like a little... Yeah. Like that. (laughs) You got it. Oh, good. Um, And then, Yuri, what do you do? What do I do? How do you come into this with the cargo line? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, then, Chapa, you put your hand down on Yuri's back. Okay. And I'll put... I'll climb up onto Bang Bang and put my hand on your turtle back. Okay. Your tussie. And Yuri, you just walk us in a line and shake shake your hips a little. I like this conga. Conga. (laughs) Move your arms a little bit. So that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. If you want to get any drinks, let me know and just like mark up so I can let you know how much uh, money's to mark off. I take cover. Choppa's good. Choppa's good, and if he really feels the need to indulge, yeah, he's got yeah. the alchemy jug. Um, Yuri takes a secret shot from the jug. Um, <laughs> Of mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a shot of mayonnaise from the jug. Mm-hmm. Gross. Um, no. We can only is there a, a way for Bang Bang to become intoxicated? I'm I sure we could find can make <laughs> so much oil. I can make acid. Is there a drunk spell? Battery acid. Battery acid. <laughs> um, beer? Off of these normal Why? human drinks? Probably not. Yeah, beer I did not figure that was the yeah. answer. Yeah, you're going to need Joaquin the like concoctions that Joaquin Phoenix's character from The Master used to make. I didn't see that one. Okay. Uh, you're able to get that reference? Um, I got the uh, I know the movie, but I didn't see it. Because you need, like, jet fuel. You need something, like, very, mm-hmm. I know very it's strong. Loosely based on L. Ron Hubbard, right? Maybe Gasoline. Dwarven Spirits. Dwarven Spirits might work. Does mm-hmm. Bang Bang want to get turned? I mean, Bang Bang has seen a lot of people get drunk over the years and has never experienced it. I think we can have a little mission. I also feel like tonight. powerful magnets might be able to do something to Bang Bang. Like Janet from uh, The Good Place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She gets drunk off magnets. I, I just feel like this is Shadow not a question Shadow I can get answered at the that. Temple of God. Or at, yeah, at the House of Inspired Hands. Maybe you like could ask Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> Asking him how he is. Um, but after a little bit of time congaing, uh, mm-hmm. you see Chuckleberry descend. Oh, uh, oh! Look, it's Chuck. Chuck, how did it go? Join our conga. 
I'm gonna need a stiff one, boys. Oh, here you go, and um, <laughs> can, can we say that I got some cups, some empty cups, and I'm discreetly filling them with water? Let the give you empty yeah. cups. Okay, great. No, if I need... bar, let's just say, I, I feel like it'd be, a, I believe that you would oh, have Oh, I've got some you. cups. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm proficient in thieves' tools now. Uh, you are. So I'm going to try to be sneaky and just pour some wine. Uh, you guys, be chill about this and pour it out of my alchemy jug. Pinot Noir, my favorite. Yes. Um, it's just a red blend. Actually, it's, like it's a rosé because mm. all I can do is say wine. So it's sort of just like uh, an emotional average of wine, you know. It was all wine. I love it. Um, oh, Chuck, it's gives... great with food. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to cook with. I can't um, just imagine a specific wine. Chuck uh, informs everyone of everything that just happened. Oh, wow. I'm not going to RP it because it was a lot of that's totally info. cool. I did want to make uh, it. So you guys are all caught up. Um, you have about two hours to kill uh, before this event is due to start. You can just hang out in the bar and we can fast forward right to it. Or if you wanted to try and do something else in the interim, I'll leave it up to you. Um, Chuck's going to do some warm-ups nice. in a corner. Right. Do some practicing. So Chuck goes and secludes himself in a corner and starts to warm up. I'm also going to say that during this time, like, some people from the venue come up and are like, so you're the one who's going to go up again? Okay. And your name? So we can announce you? Uh, uh, well, I say it's Chuckleberry is my name, but I will be in a different form, if you will. So when you announce me, say, Monsoir. Monsoir. Okay. M O. I, you know, M O N S O I E E apostrophe over the first E. Apostrophe over. He says apostrophe and then you start writing down over the first E. Okay. We will announce you Chuckleberry Monsoir. Um, at the appropriate time, uh, there will be a general announcement to the bar that the seduction is about to occur. Um, when you hear that, you can come backstage by following any points off in the direction of that, like, sort of staircase that I mentioned <laughs> way back on Liar's Night. Great. Uh, you can go down that staircase, follow it, there's a green room towards mm-hmm. the back. Perfect. Um, Wait, Nico, do you actually have a ukulele? I do. Do you want me to go get it? Yes. Sorry, that should have happened during the It might not be tone, too. That's fine. That's better for what I want. Absolutely. Um, I I have nothing else that I want to do. I don't know whatever you want to do in this time. Can Julian go over and help you? Um, if you all want to try and help Chuck in some way, now would be a time to do it. It does not seem like magic is banned. It does not seem like there are much parameters around what you as a performer can do to try and seduce the siren. Mm -hmm. The way that you understand this is going to occur is that you will be brought on stage, the siren will be brought on stage. You will both get an opportunity to use music or some other form of persuasion Mm -hmm. to try and get the other person to cross the stage to the other. 
Okay. Bonus you points can, if you get them to strip first. It seems like the winner is the first person who gets the other to fully cross the other stage through persuasive means alone. So you can't, like, hold a dagger to the person. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Come! You can't, yeah. Do it! Just Do it! Allow me to clean your daggers in case you must bite them. Oh, perfect. Bang, bang. Thank you. Yes. Do you want me to tune it for you? Take me two seconds. Sure. Yuri tunes my, my loot. I did want to note that note. Yuri and hey, Mistress Pink have the same exact memory of the Fae Wild Portal. In the first session, oh. Jack told me to remember, or told me that all Yuri remembers is a unicorn when he first got to the material world. I knew the yeah. unicorn seemed familiar, which is yeah. why I made a picture okay. of Yuri with a unicorn uh, once yes. beyond. Exactly. <laughs> Where the fuck's this unicorn? I just wanted to throw that out there. I want to use prestidigitation to give you a soft glow. I'm able to throughout the performance. You can do that. Um, you would have to sort of recast it, I think. But... I think it lasts for ten minutes, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, it lasts for an hour. Hey! Sick. I would like to find the quietest table that I can and sit there quietly by myself and pray. You do see that in the, uh, if you all want to go in there, the Widowmaker, whereas on Liar's Night had been sort of cleared out, so it was just like a dance floor that looked at the stage, now has lounge tables with the same sort of like candles. It seems like it's arranged more as a uh, sit-down type of uh, bar and stage establishment for tonight. Um, and right now there's just uh, a single performer up there playing a lute in a very sort of yeah, like this. <laughs> so I'd like to just find like a quiet out of the way table where I won't be bothered and sit there yeah. in prayer for um, good enough, good enough three Whoa. Six. Uh, Eleven minutes. Painted on it. And re-prepare my spell list so that I can cast some spells on Chuck before the performance. You need a long rest to do that. It says you can change your list of prepared spells when you finish a long rest. Preparing a new list of cleric spells. Oh, I see. It... So it doesn't say that you only can. It just says that preparing a new list of cleric spells requires time spent in prayer and meditation, one minute per spell level. The the way that I'm gonna play this is you need a long rest to change it. Okay. You need you need like a full evening's worth yeah. of rest and meditation to consult your god, not an hour. Gotcha. Um, that's fine. I thought I caught that when I was rereading things for the level up. Fine. <laughs> I don't really have any boosts that I can give to. Can we see the siren? Not yet. Hasn't been brought on stage. We should find out if the siren is more of a tit siren or an ass siren. Um, uh, you could try to find out that information if you wanted to. There's time with which to carry out an investigation into Chuck's quarry. Uh, that's a great idea. I'll try to help. I think, again, as we've 
experienced in this location. It may be better if I don't do the talking. We'll team up. You're a good investigator, and I've got the people skills. Sort of. Um, yeah, so let's do that. I'm going to... Um, Tell me where you want to go. What do you want to do? Does it look like there are any people in this lounge space who are, like, here, prepared for... I think we should ask Gitain. You can certainly ask That's around. Idea. You can ask customers, you can talk to Gitain. There's... There's as much as you like. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you like, yeah, talk to this person. There. Right. <laughs> like, no. Okay, so you can, you can right. ask around. So my or thought, some, or like the bartender. Sorry. Sorry. Is there anybody here who looks like they're here for the performance? That's still like an Make hour away. Because my thought is, if there's somebody who's like, oh, I love this show. Maybe they're a regular. Maybe they know how the show goes. With a high enough perception, you might be able to hear someone's conversation. Rolled a nat 20 for a 25. Mm. With a nat 20, you make your way through the entirety of the space. Mm -hmm. Uh, That constitutes going around the bar and going into the actual Widowmaker. Um, Everyone's pretty quiet in the stage area because they're watching the musician and it's a quieter vibe. But around the bar, you do see that there is a group sitting on stools who seem to be, like, excitedly talking. And one of them you can make out says, Oh, last week's was so funny. She just crawled across the stage. And when she started taking all her clothes off, I mean, it was to die for. Did you hear that bang bang? No clothes, yes. Yes, um... <laughs> Says a naked baby. Chapa's gonna it. go over to them and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't help but over here. Um, were you discussing the show tonight? I've heard that it's not to be missed. The seduction. Well, I only just heard of it, but, um... Well, you're in for a dream. Tell me, um, is it true what they say? Um, what do they say? You know, like... <laughs> Roll it for switch. <laughs> <laughs> what do they say? You know, what they say. Oh. Uh, it's 11. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not sure what they've said to you, but it's, uh, it's, it's an enjoyable spectacle. Oh, uh, I'm sure. Just the, only that, um, the, have you ever seen anybody win? Well, not win, but no, win against the, the siren. Point. It's well, a siren. Right. I'm just like, hypothetically. It's more, I mean, the, the, the joy of watching it is, uh, first of all, the, the siren itself is beautiful. And I guess if you're into that sort of thing. Oh, you will be. Uh, we'll believe me. Believe me. Okay. Um, <laughs> but the uh, the event itself is enjoyable for a number of reasons. It's sort of sexy, but it's also very funny because usually the musician ends up being very embarrassed by the end. Oh no! How so? Well, they're they're being seduced by a creature whose entire being is to seduce, and uh, I've never seen anyone come close to actually. It's usually it's it usually seems to be a way to trick some of the newer performers into. It's sort of a uh, like trial by fire. That's hazing, maybe. That's very funny. Um, 
Yes. I don't think Chuck will mind. You know. <laughs> um, I don't think our friend Chuck would mind seeing this show. You're right. We should go find him running around you from the bar okay. to make sure he doesn't miss this. He'll want to know about the naked. Good. Wonderful. Peace and carrots. Peace and carrots. I've got a great idea. <laughs> this is now... Are you still in... No, I'm going to pull away from these guys. Okay. Unless... Thank you. We have to pick forward to it. More questions than anybody wants to. Thank you. John, John, John checks a lot of wood. <laughs> when a chuckle very um, So... Bang, bang. Um, I can't believe <laughs> No, I didn't think I had prepared any good spell, any, uh, prayed for any good abilities this morning, but I do have this little spell called blindness and slash deafness. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wondering if, um, Chuck consents to it. We could give him a little advantage to start out. Um, we're going to make our way back to Chuck. For one minute. Yes, this is true. Um, but one minute could make all the difference. And also, I could cast it three times if I really wanted to. This seems like cheating. No, Bang Bang, you don't understand. This is part of the contest in this case. I think we should inform Chuck. Of course! Of <laughs> no. the nature of the performance. Also agreed, yes. Um, and then we go back to Chuck, and then we do that. Mm-hmm. And then Chuck says, Chuck, if you want, for up to three minutes of your performance, I could make you quite resistant to whatever charms. Would it affect my ability to connect with the siren? Well... Because part of seduction is seeing and hearing. Blindness, deafness is one or the other. Yes. Seeing you and hearing. You're deaf when you're playing music, though. Right, but if you were blind... But perhaps? I wouldn't be able to see the way that my my chuckle wiles, my, my berry wiles are affecting the siren. You'd be able to see. If, if you're deaf, you would be able to see. But I couldn't hear specifically. I'm proposing yeah. more blinding you. I and then you don't... can act normal. No, if that would go well. I think no matter the result, this will only increase your notoriety, Chuck. I think my... My body and my musical savings. <laughs> my, my body will save. My <laughs> body and my musical savings. does. And you said that they normally are naked? <laughs> crawling, mm-hmm. yes. Naked and crawling? Mm, I can do them. I can crawl. I can do a little trot trot across the stage. Okay. um, I'm rejecting the blindness. That's fine. Cool. But make me a deal. I'm just going to hide backstage. Mm -hmm. And if you, if it's too much for you. Okay, that's a good idea. Just switch up the song Mm -hmm. and start singing Blinded by the Light. You know, that song you've been humming incessantly around the kitchen for the last two weeks. 
Yes, I know that song. I'm just setting you up for that song existing in the universe as a song that you yes, invented. Yes, but I don't know if Sawyer knows that song. Blinded by the light. Do you know any other songs that... Oh! Sorry, what did you just went? Uh, you just sing a lyric okay. that has the word blind. Okay, okay. But make sure you don't say it otherwise, because okay, gotcha, I gotcha, will gotcha, do it. Gotcha. I understand. I understand. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready. And then Chop is going to find a place to, like, hide in the wings that... You might not be able to get into the wings, but you could get close to the stage. Otherwise. I would like to find a place where I could cast blindness on Chuck without anybody seeing or noticing it's me. It's a dark room. So you can roll a uh, like stealth check. Um, and depending on how well that stealth check goes, it will determine. What are the components for blindness deafness? Excellent question. Verbal, somatic, material. Yeah, um, v. Just verbal. So you say it. Um, I would say that there's a good chance you could say it quietly enough that no one notices. But you will need to roll a stealth check nonetheless when you cast the spell. When I cast the spell. Yes. Okay. So what I would like to do... The conditions under which you cast it are going to determine how hard it is to cast it without being seen. Mm-hmm. Totally fair. Um, Blando Blondo. Blando Blondo. Okay, great. Not sure what any of those things mean, but um, I'm going to continually cast guidance on myself once Chuck starts. Okay. Which is verbal and somatic, but I'm just going to do it, try to do it quietly and subtly. Okay. And so that I'll have guidance for that stealth check when I cast the blindness. Okay. Uh, is there anything else people want to do before the performance starts? Yuri goes up to Chuck and says, Chuckleberry, you're going to do great. Uh, but if you want a little reversal in time, just give me a wink and <laughs> it'll be one gold per reversal. What? Oh, oh you're whoring yourself out these days. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were my friend. You get one spell cost money. Who works for Spells chips. cost money and spell books cost money. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if, Ch- if Yuri learns more spells, that's only advantage. First check. one's free, second one, one gold. That's Julian's like, I'm trying to spend all my money <laughs> in the next two sessions. Julian. Anybody want a dagger? I'll pay you both. One gold, two gold. One gold, but the first one's free. Okay. But if you want to use up all of my time magic, that'll be some money. I understand. Okay. You should be negotiating for a percentage of the tips. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm ready. Wait, we should all, right. all unionize. Against <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, Chuck. <laughs> Never mind. Go for it, buddy. I'm proud. All right. So. A couple hours pass, you take some time to rehearse, you all come up with ways to assist your friend. After a while, a uh, stagehand comes to the door to the Widowmaker and says, for those of you willing and interested to attend, the seduction is about to begin. And there's some tittering around the room. You see some of the uh, some of the patrons leave. Uh, a few of them seem a little disapproving, even. 
but uh, there's clearly an audience that has been forming in the bar area in the intervening. Oh my god! <laughs> in the intervening time, and uh, as you get in, it is not packed, but it's hard to find a table uh, unless you were already in the room. Do you think that you all probably would have already been in the room or waiting out in the bar area? I canonically am in the room. Okay. So you all have tables. Uh, where would you like them to be? If you were there before, you could probably pick a table. You I need to, to be, be ten back feet away from them. Alright, so you're pretty close to the stage. And uh, Chuck, you go down into the under area, and what you find is that there is indeed a hallway that sort of winds its way. Walking down it, you can see that some of these rooms are like private rooms where people have come down to drink. Um, somehow, magically, music has been like phoned into these rooms from like the stage above. But following back, you eventually get to a place that says staff only, and an attendant standing out front says, Monsoir. And I. Um... Uh, and I, wait, I'm gonna, I forget, it's just, I'm disguised, wait, 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 it's verbal and somatic, okay, and I go, <laughs> so disguised as Monsoir, you are led back, and walking, you can kind of tell geographically at this point that you're underneath the stage area. There's a staircase that goes up, and you can see there are several green rooms, one of which the door to is closed. <laughs> um, but the stage attendant is like, you're just going to go up those stairs, wait in the wings until you're calling. Okay. Here you go. do so. All right, a few more minutes pass. Tension and anxiety. Um, at a certain point, the lights on the stage magically dim. And a spotlight falls, and an MC walks out onto the stage, and they point a finger to their throat, which magically projects their mouth, and they say, Mesdames et Messieurs, we are humbled to welcome you to the widow's walk for the seduction. And there's like a applause and some like hoots and hollers. This week's challenger so is a creature <laughs> also of the fate. There's some like, like a, some like blows nods. I introduce to you the performer, Monsoir! And there's some applause and cheering. I I'm getting my performance space. You can see that on the stage there are two chairs that have been brought out. As the name Monsoir is announced, two further spots fall on both of these chairs. One is close to you as you're walking out onto the stage. And it seems you are being bidden to sit in the chair. Okay. <clears throat> Yes. <laughs> so you sit, and the MC says, yes, yes. Welcome to Monsoir, and please put your hands together for the guest of honor, the seductress herself, the mysterious siren. And there's some more cheering, louder this time, as a creature steps from the wings, and they were in darkness up until the moment they step out, but as soon as they do, a spotlight catches them. All of you 
see something different. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> the siren projects a vision into My your mind right. of the creature that you find most desirable. Oh, I'm so excited. So you can tell us all what you see. If you don't know or you don't want to, you don't have to. But you see something appear on stage that is utterly desirable to you. It's mutual. A big lady turtle. I don't see anything. What are you talking about? <laughs> I see. Wait. So this does bring up an interesting point. Yeah. Do you? How does Bang Bang? Is Bang Bang programmed to desire? No. No. So what you see walk no out attraction. is a sort of uh, gender ambiguous bird like being. The arms have are like there are feathers that seamlessly come off of the arms. There's sort of lank silken hair that falls to about mid breast. They are not wearing any clothing, but they also don't seem to have any like noticeable genitalia or anything like that. And the lower half of them is is very bird-like. The top of them is more humanoid, save for the wings coming off of the arms, but the bottom is very bird-like and they have a sort of avian gait as they walk out. I didn't think they'd be into birds. The is humanoid, though. No, I see the most beautiful, shiny-shelled total woman I have ever seen. Have you been drinking all That's <laughs> beside the point. Mm. Um, but this does... I'm looking at everybody else's reactions, and to be honest, it's not usually like the reaction turtles get. I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Except for Bang Bang. Nat 20. Nine. Five. I think rolls five, nine, 22. 22. Bang Bang doesn't need to make a save. Five, nine, 22. You two, as this creature comes out, and Chuck, do you want to tell us what Chuck sees? Do you know? I think it. Let me see yourself. I was gonna say it might be it might be Monsoir, it might be Brilda. <laughs> you could finally play Brilda's song. I might play Brilda's song. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I think um, it's Brilda. I think Br- I see Brilda. Who's Brilda? You see Brilda. The plumber. The plumber. Brilda. Um, <laughs> that one. It's going in the You notes. see Brilda. It was love. And was, you were biking. I oh. mean, make a make an insight check. Um, 19. You see Brilda, but you know it's not Brilda. I go, But at the same moment that you have that insight, you feel your body paralyzed with desire. The mere sight of this being has rooted you to the spot, as well as you. And I'm not sure what you see. I'm not sure either. 
Uh, I thought you were going to see Julian. (laughs) (laughs) I was considering that. Julian and Choppa and Bang Bang, you still have your faculties about you. This effect doesn't last long. It only lasts about six seconds. Okay. Ten seconds. But it is unnerving. Mm. And uh, you can tell that other people in the audience have had similar reactions. Some people, like, there's an immediate applause that just is like... It, like immediately is halved or even like cut into just a quarter of like smattering applause as a bunch of people are just <laughs> frozen mid clap looking at this creature uh, mm. but it proceeds and sits in its chair daintily and smiles coyly towards the audience um, the MC who doesn't seem to have been affected by the, the creature proceeds to say, the rules, we all know, are simple. The first person to be influenced to cross the stage is the loser. They can use music, they can use song, they can use other means that they might possess, but the first person to leave their chair and prostrate themselves before the other Roses. Oh. With that, this stage belongs to our performance. Good luck. And the MC just sort of steps out of the spotlight into the darkness, walks into the wings, and the two of you are left on stage. There's a moment of silence and tension. And the siren turns and looks you in the eye. Doesn't say anything. It seems to will you or let you go first. What would you like to do? Um, I... Never be the first one. I... Take a piece of... So, Monsoir, I don't know if you guys remember, it is like leather clad with like a bra. We remember. Yeah, okay, cool. I rip off (laughs) some of that leather and I put it on my over my eyes. Somebody from the audience whistles, hoots, and hollers and there's some encouraging applause. And then I put another one around my neck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I take out my lute and I start to sing. Baby, you know that I miss you. I want to get with you tonight, but I cannot, baby girl, and that's the issue. Girl, you know I miss you. I just want to kiss you, but I can't right now, so baby, kiss me through the phone. (laughs) See you later. Kiss me through the phone, kiss me through the phone. Phone, I'll see you when I get home. <laughs> so there's some mixed uh, mixed laughter and applause from the audience. Go ahead and you can make a. <laughs> a this isn't a performance. It's going to be a persuasion check. Okay. Nineteen. So the siren listens. And smiles and 
for a second, doesn't seem unpleased, but at no point seems like it's about to leave its chair. And when your song fades, it lets that silence hang for just a second before it opens its mouth and takes a deep breath and releases the most pure, beautiful, entrancing song you've heard in your life. And I need you to make a wisdom saving. And it sounds like... (laughs) I can't do it. Damn it! Wisdom saving. Seventeen. You feel the influence of this song reach into your head and start to take control of your senses, but you resist. Yes. And you manage wow. to. You're, it, there's like a moment where you realize you'd already leaned out of your seat and like your butt was about to get out of the chair, but you find yourself and sit right. back down, gripping your loot tightly as a way to remind yourself to stay grounded, stay present. <laughs> I'm just disappointed that this seems like you can't use the chair as a prop. I need everyone else to make a wisdom uh, saving throw. I just want you to know that your back glow is... I'm going to use my guidance on it and then recast guidance, and etc. That's fine. Okay, what is up with this? This is like my second one tonight. I got a nat one. Wisdom? Nat one, yeah. Yuri's just a horn dog. Yuri's just Snarries, he's say. <laughs> His name is Little Fire. Wisdom save? Yeah. 25. Now I see what you want. It's 13. 13. So, you, everyone except for Choppa, is immediately entranced by this song and charmed by its singer. You would do anything to see the siren win this event. You hate Moan Swa. <gasps> the fact that Moan no, Swa how dare would you step on stage and deign right to challenge the beauty of the siren is tantamount to treason, blasphemy. Oh my God. And you won't stand for their petty attempts to try and seduce this siren. From now on, when when Monswa makes any sort of attempt to persuade this siren to join her, uh, you will feel compelled to boo loudly. And you will have disadvantage on these checks. Fuck, guys! Because your friends are booing you. Does that include bang bang? Advantage against being charmed. Yeah. Yeah. You can roll again. Does that include bang bang? Even though bang bang is asexual. No. This is a face thing that I think that... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Me too. So it's hard to fire. It looks to me like you have advantage against being poisoned. 
Yeah. Um, you have resistance poison. to poison and disease, immunity to disease, but you don't have immunity or resistance to charm. You are still a charmable being. I suppose. An interesting existential quandary for you to ponder. <laughs> well, I guess I do seem to like certain people. But uh, <laughs> the role is back to you. You can try again to persuade the siren to join you on your side of the stage. You have resisted thus far. Can I now do like uh like a scarf dance? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have scarves on you? No, but I have leather. <laughs> you can do a you can do a you can do like a ribbon dance yeah, with ribbon leather. Ribbon dance with leather. Do you <laughs> take the leather off? This is all an illusion. Right. So I'm gonna Yeah, that's a good point. It's a strange thing. Huh. I'm gonna got say lots that of fringe. I'm going to oh, say that the, I'm an illusion. Yeah, right. Monsois is an illusion. I'm going to say that flavor-wise, uh, we're set, like you appearance. wouldn't be able to tangibly like hit someone with these leathers, right. but because they're an illusion as a visual effect, you can disrobe. Yeah. And use them in a sort of like a burlesque. It can be very yeah. burlesque. It can be yeah. very burlesque. Great. And uh, I'm going to say that for the the rules to maintain, you're kind of turning it into a chair dance of sorts. Yeah. You're not leaving your chair. You can kind of get up and like move around it, perhaps. But that's what I was imagining. Maybe I'll do like a fake like, like flash dance off the chair. I am. Yeah. Situation. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Oh, sure. Just leather. Leather. Leather um, okay. Go ahead and roll another uh, persuasion unless you can sell me on a different type of check. I think I'm performing the fuck out of this leather. It's it. The only thing is, I'm saying it, it's it's not a performance. Right. Okay. Because I'm, you need the, if it were just a performance, it's not about the performance quality. It's about you trying to affect another person. Right. Okay. What about the sleight of hand of the ability for me to manipulate the leather with my hands to make it needs look to be charisma seductive. based. It needs to be charisma based. Intimidation. Okay, then I'm sticking <laughs> with... Intimidation. Uh, sticking well, with persuasion. Okay. Just throw the chair. to the dom act. <laughs> yeah, true. Hey, that's actually... Not 20. Nice. Yes. So 26. 26. You see, as you sort of disrobe and start to uh, twirl these leathers about the stage, the siren's jaw momentarily goes slack. And you see the leg begin to quiver as it stands... And and you you see Brilda, so you see yeah. Brilda's jaw goes slack, yes, and her squat dwarven form. <laughs> <laughs> I love Brilda. Uh, leans forward Some off the edge of its chair. Did you roll with disadvantage? No. Roll with disadvantage. Oh, as the siren leans off its chair, the crowd erupts in. Agonize booze. What did you roll? Nine. Total? The booze break whatever spell you had begun to weave, and the siren momentarily recalls what's going on and sits. Damn it. A little shook. <laughs> but still sitting in the seat. Okay. Okay. 
don't know what to do. I don't With know that, it opens its mouth again and redoubles its efforts to seduce you with its song. Roll another wisdom save. Fifteen. You resist. Yes. I'm a strong boy. The battle of wills is very much on. Yeah. Uh, match. What do you want to do for your next? I would like to cast dancing lights. My cantrip <laughs> to do a shower of light. Uh, wait, no, it's Bobby. Is, it's uh, Bobby. You're using minor illusion, right? Or uh, sorry, not minor illusion. You're using uh, disguise self. Yeah. And we decide that's not a concentration spell, right? It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Um, that's okay. Dancing lights is concentration. Yeah. Um, Bobby appears, my dancing light form, because I can have it be for lights or in a humanoid form. Yeah. And starts. It's small. I think it has to be one size smaller than you. Sure. Um, and I <laughs> take my leather and I like spit Bobby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. And while doing this, <laughs> I um, I start to speak in Sylvan because I can speak Sylvan, but with Monsois accent. So okay, <laughs> sure, sure. Um, and I start to say like voulez-vous en this one, but in Sylvan, but in Sylvan, not okay. French, but with a French Monsois accent. So I don't know what that sounds like. Once again, as you start to perform, there is a chorus of boos. But some people did resist this song, and they like what you're doing, and they're cheering this yeah. on. Choppa might be one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Enthusiastic. Actually, have you? Did you roll the check yet? No. All right. Can Choppa switch the target of guidance, still being sneaky and stealthy, and give Chuck guidance on his last? I'm say things are pretty raucous right now. You yeah. can you can cast guidance on. Uh, on Ping. Is that a D4? It's a D4. There's your D4. So uh, this is going to be what sort of check? What sort of a charisma-based check? Uh, persuasion. Persuasion again? Yeah. Go for it. Okay, that's fine. Let's see what we can do. Woo! Um, 17 plus 6 is 23. 25. Did you roll with disadvantage? Fuck! No! Oh, Always forget shit. about the disadvantage. And that's with the... So, whatever the d4 you rolled yeah. was, save that number. Okay, that was a 2. Reroll the dust. Um... Uh... So it's 14. It's really disadvantageous. That is so rude. Very disadvantageous. The Sylvan the Sylvan does register in the you you can tell that this uh this being yeah. recognizes what you're saying yeah. and a and that same coy little smile sort of flits across their face. He disappointed. And at this point they bring the song down to a gentle coo. Oh no. And it's very, at this point, it's just a seductive sort of lullaby. Go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw. (sighs) 
I'm just like taking a cold shower right now is like the way I'm viewing this mental cold shower. Oh, fuck. Eight. Reversal. As the levels drop, and I don't think that would work because you're if you fail the wisdom saving throw, right? Oh yeah, I hate I hate Monswap. I win the again. Yeah, yeah. You are disallied against Monswap. You would not want to help Monswap. Monswap, we're here for Monswap. But as these boos sort of start to ring out around you, and. <laughs> the the level drops. Brilda just seductively starts to like show a little bit of skin from the oh, the stained no. uh, shirt that you remember her wearing from when she came to work She's on your plumbing. So much. I love her. Um, and before you can even stop yourself, oh, you're halfway across the stage. Fuck. I'm gonna say make one final wisdom saving throw. What else have I been? I've been doing that the whole time. Yeah, this is a saving throw okay, okay. and final time. Okay, okay, so. Does Monswa still have guidance? Cast again. No. Just, yeah, just gotta check, you know. Five. Oh. You are powerless. As you get to the other side of the stage, the illusion of Monswa drops and Chuckleberry returns. Um, everyone, <laughs> everyone in the audience <laughs> gasps at the emergence of this satyr. Some people laugh raucously, and you suddenly are compelled to start disrobing. And Chuck starts to peel off clothing, and you all see Chuck now just slowly stripping and just like laying himself bare for this siren as he lies prone on the ground, stiff as a board. (laughs) The siren gets up and for a tantalizing second stands over Chuckleberry in a suggestive manner before sidestepping to the center of the stage, taking a wide bow. Oh my god. To raucous applause and the lights cut out. Oh. At that that point, the singing ends, Chuck, and you find yourself lying naked on stage. Ah, the entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) And fully seduced. But... That feeling of attraction has dropped out, Uh and you no longer see Brilda. You see the same sort of uh, sexless, bird-like creature Mm -hmm. in the dimness walking backstage, and it looks at you as it's walking off and in Sylvan, and lights are dim, so people out in the audience don't get this, but it has a short aside to you, and it says... That was the best performance I've yet seen. And walks off. I'm a good performer. Yeah. Um. Oh god. Are There's you a not swirl following? Of acti- I know, no, no. I'm gonna. I want to follow. <laughs> there's a swirl Very of activity. Before you can follow <laughs> the siren off stage, there's somebody who's 
helping you up. They've got a robe there. It seems like this is something they're really used to dealing right, with. Yeah. And they start to take you off stage. There's somebody who's like thanking you for being a good sport. They're giving you Fluffer. a yeah. They're giving yeah. you like a small embroidered thing of like that says like widows walk on it. Oh god. Nice and back. like a shirt that says like I survived the seduction. <laughs> <laughs> and, and all I got was this t-shirt. All I got was this t-shirt. Um, but as you're brought back down to the sort of under area with the uh, where the green rooms are, a uh, an attendant of the widow's walk comes up and says, uh, "That was amazing, and uh, Mistress Pink would love to see you again." Well, let me get myself uh, situated, and I'll be right up. Oh, of course, of course. He goes to... to <laughs> wait, no, he goes over to Yuri. To take care of business. Yeah, at this point, you can <laughs> back up and watch your friends. Uh, Yuri, okay. Uh, prestig- or no, who can prestidigitate? Uh, Julian, can you prestidigitate a cold shower? <laughs> uh, sure. Is this cold enough? I can make it colder. No, no, that's that's plenty cold. I'm Makes fine. It cold. Okay, okay. Uh, Let's go see the boss. So cleaned up and redressed, you find Mika Pink back in her office. As you walk in, it seems like. She's just been laughing. Her two bodyguards are up there with her now. And as you, like, they were sort of in brief conversation. They were, they're all sort of positioned as if they're still looking out of the window. And as you turn to come in, they all just start laughing and applauding. <laughs> oh, hey, what a <clears throat> Listen, that was pretty good. Most people don't even make it past the first two seconds before they're across the stage. And I think that you almost got it off its chair a couple of times. I know my way around to bears. Listen, I think that you've got something special, and I would like to offer you a gig. It's not going to be a primetime position or anything like that, but I'll sign you up to a 10 gold dragon contract. Every performance, you get 10 gold dragons up front, plus whatever percentage of uh, drinks we manage to bring in. Now, this performance is going to be... We'll start you out at... uh, Once... Once a month. Oh, I... Pleasure doing business with you. And I have spelled one E W E. Do you say that? Yes. Uh, I imagine you say it and like a comic bubble comes out that says you and she you. says it sees it and is just like Scott Hug. Um Before Ronio left, I told you he uh stopped by here and I turned him away. Mm-hmm. You did say that. He did still leave a message. He warned me you might be coming. Really? He wanted me to give you something if you proved yourself as having some potential. But this she turns to a safe that is behind the desk and turns a combination into it, unhinges it, bends down, comes out, and is holding a horn. The way that it is constructed, there it is. It is a simple in its construction, but the actual sort of projecting side of it 
has been carved to appear like the mouth of a satyr that is open and yelling. This was a, a favorite of Eronio's back in the day when he really wanted to cause mischief. Although, do be careful how you use it. It can cause some serious damage. Causes and uh, you can add a horn of blasting to your inventory. Yeah, don't don't That's what they call me. A horn of blasting. A horn of blasting. Awesome. Um, Sweet. Thank you. The old yeah. blasting horn. Uh, so you can add that to your inventory. You now have a week or monthly performance at the um, the widow's walk. The next performance, she says she'll send someone to let you know when it's coming up. I hope it's Kitane. Probably will be. <laughs> she'll be so pissed. Oh, yes, it's you. Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Um, okay, can I read the... Whoa! Can I read the Horn yeah, of Blasting it does. description? It's pretty cool. Okay. Horn of Blasting. You can use an action to speak the horn's command word and then blow the horn, which emits a thunderous blast in a 30-foot cone that is audible 600 feet away. Each creature in the cone must make a DC 15 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 5d6 thunder damage and is, oh, deafened, wow. and is deafened for one minute. On a successful save, a creature takes half as much damage and isn't deafened. So they still take damage either way. Yes. That's so cool. Does it work underwater? Oh, that's smart. Probably not. Creatures and objects made of glass or crystal have disadvantage on the saving throw and take Mm. D10-6 thunder damage instead of 5D6. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, Each use of the horn's magic has a 20% chance of causing the horn to explode. Okay. The explosion deals 10D6 fire damage to the blower and destroys the horn. I understand why this is probably dangerous. Every time, you, Every time you do it, there's a 20% chance it's wow. just going to implode and hurt you. That's so. pretty intense. Wow. But also fun. That's sick. Ah, you're not going on my backpack. You are going right in my equipment. That's awesome. That's going to be very helpful. That's a lot. And no spell slots necessary. So... Yeah. You can spend the rest of the night at the Widow's Walk if you wish, but um, unless there's something else you want to do that night, I suggest we fast forward to Troll Skull Manor in the morning after you all have returned, slept, had a nice long rest, and woken refreshed on the fourth boot tar. Is there any other business you all wanted to uh, take care of before this night is through? Not tonight. No, no, no. At this point, it's fairly late. It's probably like one in the morning. Yeah. Light a candle at this altar here. Um, waking in the morning, uh, after a little bit of time getting up, moving around, there is a short, stern knock at the door. I'll get it. Thank you, Julian. 
Julian opens the door. You see the familiar figure of the bespectacled, bespectacled Barnabas Blastwind mm. standing on your doorstep. Is that the Magist? That is the mage, mage. who, yeah. along with Seath Cromley, right. was investigating this the uh, crime outside of your house. Great. But a few short days ago... Hey, Barnabas. How are you? Do you want to come in? Uh, yes. No. Yes, I'm here. Hello. Uh, um, Don't invite me to the house. There you go. What did you say? He steps across the threshold after being invited. They're like uh, vampires. <laughs> um, nice to see you again. Uh, are the rest of your party uh, available at this time? Um, let me see. Is anyone available to come down? Uh, I'm right here. From under the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I have Good some bar. questions and information that I would like to share with you all, if you don't mind uh, getting everyone together. This involves incidents you may have heard of at Growlhoon Villa, not far from here. Does that name ring a bell to you? Growl. Growlhoun? Growlhoun? I believe it's just down the street, isn't it? Yeah. I'm bad with letters and words. So, uh, roll a deception check. check. I am bad at letters and words. Um, I think that is a... Yeah, 17. Okay. Sort of just eyes you. Um, I also need to go to the bathroom really quickly. But um, Barnabas has shown up at your door, seeming to want to ask you all questions. I will be right back. I have to go to the bathroom. Bye, Jack. Bye. I think we should probably just be totally upfront because. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, and other bang, bang. we're committing a Definitely crime. is interested in cooperating with this investigation. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. we told them when the fireball first happened right. that we saw this guy leave. No, yeah. So we're overall trying so to be what helpful. Is our, we're just going to say, <clears> just want to make sure we're, 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 we're sketchy anyway. We want to rat them out. Yeah. We can be cooperative, but we don't really have do anything we, to hide. Because we need to mention, like, why we decided to go. So do we mention the stone, or... Our friend, Rainier? Oh, Rainier wanted it back, yeah. Rainier wanted something back. Don't mention the stone at all. Here's all true statements. Our friend came to us and told us that they had reliable information that the bombing person was at the village went there and heard calls my Okay, so as you are all gathering in the tap room, Barnabas uh, pulls one of the uh, still functional chairs away from one of the tables as a powerful gust sort of blows through the bar from one of the many broken windows that still remain. <laughs> nice. We're working on it. Um, so, uh, well, how to, how to start this? There was an incident at Growlhoon Villa 
just a couple nights ago, a number of guards of the villa, as well as some zents, were discovered slain on the premises. Um, We in the watch had been observing this villa, and I feel comfortable telling you all this because this relates back to the incident that took place out front of your home but a few short days ago. At that time, you reported a figure mm-hmm. who fled the scene. Um, we got a tip that that figure fled to Growlhoon Villa and secreted themselves away, but upon uh, follow-up from city guards, we were turned away by the residents of the house, saying that there was no such individual in uh, residing within the walls. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, hey. Turned <laughs> <laughs> away by a member of the house or a member of the staff? It was seemingly a member of the staff passing along word from the lord of the manor. Mm -hmm. Or so they said. What do you mean by that? I just mean... reason to suspect the Growlhoons of foul play? Um... Well, you you said that they were harboring this fugitive there. We got a tip that they might have been. Right. All I meant was, if they were, then it seems they might have some reason to lie. I'm confused what I'm being accused of. I'm not accusing you of anything. Okay, okay. I'm giving you information. Information I don't normally give to civilians. But I have reason to believe you all might have information for me. Now, we had already been paying attention to Growlhoon Villa prior to this tip. You mentioned two figures at the scene. One, a man fleeing. The other, a construct, much like your companion, Mm -hmm. fleeing in the rooftops. Reports confirm that Lady Yala Growlhund not long ago came into possession of a nimblerite. That matches the description of the one seen fleeing among the rooftops. What? Does that mean anything to you? We've been trying to find out more about this nimble rite. Mm. I am curious about other nimble rites. I can imagine why. Yes. It seems this one is bad. That may be. We have not yet located this individual. Now, where did she get it from? 
it's hard to say. The answer that she proffered to me was that it came into possession of the house several weeks ago. Its origins at the time uh, were unclear, but they bought it from, by their accounting, a Lantanese vendor in the markets. Well, you could just buy a bank in the market. You can't. That's why it's suspicious. Well, okay. <clears throat> There's more. <clears throat> Reports place you all at Gralhoon Villa on the night of these events. I spoke with servants, bystanders, and a Griffin cavalry member who reported a party containing a turtle, a construct, a satyr, a halfling, and an elf. Ah, oh, there are lots of those groups. <laughs> now, it's a very common friend group. <laughs> you may have noticed that I came here today alone. My friend said, it's busy. This is a gesture of goodwill. How can we be helpful to you? Were you at Gralhoon Villa? We were. We were. We were. Good. We can be a bit more direct now. We arrived at the villa, and it was a bloodbath. Now, the lady of the house told us she had been held captive by Zen's operatives for almost a ten days. She, her children, and her husband, Orend. Orend, you glad. Now we're telling you the truth. He's made that joke. Every time somebody says his name since last night. They denied They, they claim that they were forced to lie to the city watch that came to the house, asking about the whereabouts of one Ursul Floxen. They say that he managed to escape in the conflict. Did you see Ursul that night? Yes. 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 We did. They did. prevented us from removing him to deliver to you. I tried to insist. I see. When we arrived, all of the servants and house people were locked away hiding in fear. Or dead. Or dead. And, and told, and under the impression they could not leave. So we helped them escape, and we went upstairs, and... Uh, it seemed the other way around. It seemed like the Growlhoons were hiding something, or an agreement was broken between the Growlhoons and the Zents. Nobody was being held captive. Yes. The Growlhoons. Her story does not really make sense. We did find some strange things in the house also. The snakes. The snakes. Oh, there were weird snakes. I wanted to talk about these snakes since I seen them. Snakes with wings. Would like to make an inside check when I say 
that I think that they were part of the Zentarum and how like bad it seems like the Zentarum are to make sure he's not a secret agent. Barnabas? Yeah. Rowan and such. They're all about sneaky people, you know what I mean? Eighteen. Hell yeah. What is it you're trying to determine exactly? Whether Barnabas is cluing you into some tell that he might be a Zent? Yes, or have motivations other than those that he's told us that he came here with. Is you it crooked with an, or what? With an 18, you gather yeah. that Barnabas is driving towards something that he wants of you, hmm. that his motivations don't yet seem shady, but that he does seem to earnestly want to get to the bottom of things. Hmm. And he is withholding information in such a way as to get as honest an answer from you all as possible. That makes sense. Um, so, yeah, we saw the snakes. I think there's Antarum. Um, there was also a magic mark well, on there's the ground. No, there's no question that Zentarim were involved in this crime. They were in the house. Their bodies were found. And regardless of whether they were holding the Growlhoons hostage or not, it is common for Zentarim agents to use flying snakes as messenger the carrier pigeons. Makes perfect sense. Well, I saw the flying snakes in what seemed like the master bedroom en suite. And I don't... We... En suite, very nice. <laughs> um, for this, this man, you, you're... Hmm. An intimate space to keep messenger snakes. They were indeed located in a bedroom. We were turned away by Lady Growlhoon. Before we could carry out a full investigation, she demanded that we acquire a warrant of search from a magistrate before we could fully investigate the house. She told us that Erstel fled before he could be apprehended or stricken down. Her bodyguard seemed bloodied. Several of her guards also seemed damaged. Uh, those of you... No, this would be... At the mention of the bodyguard being bloodied, um, he did not seem bloodied when you left. It seemed like he was rather untouched. That's what I thought. I'm talking about... What's his name? Prabaz. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it seems they were trying to hide him. That could be. Now, this puts us in a bind. It puts me in a bind. My comrade Seth is duty-bound by the City Watch to follow the laws, to seek out a magistrate, to find a warrant. My fear is that Erstel, whether a captive or escapee of Growlhoon Villa, will be long gone by the time we acquire such a warrant. So too will any useful information. Every minute that passes also gives the Growlhoons a longer time to come up with a story that corroborates all of these loose ends 
that I cannot currently tie up. I saw three bodies at the scene that were burned beyond recognition. From what I can tell, no such spellcaster or fire user existed in the employ of Gralhoon Villa. And it would not make sense for his entering to do this to their own kind. Furthermore, I still possess the necklace of fireballs that Lady Gralhoon herself possessed at one time, I believe. But I know that you all have some tricks up your sleeves. He looks at you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ooh, early night. I think Yuri would just be... This could also be Francesca. (gasps) Chesterina. Bye. Let's wait. Hi. Hi. Sawyer saw you walking downtown in East Hampton when we were waiting you were at the dispensary. And they were going to yell and say hi, but didn't want you to, to frighten you carrying a big bundle of swords. Oh, I would never be frightened. Not with a bag of swords. Not with a bag of swords. <laughs> 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 I love that. Our little small town. <laughs> Our little small town. a particular level of aplomb. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, we miss you. Good to see your face. I have romantic updates for you. We can talk to you at a later time. Okay. I'm excited. (laughs) So many. Sawyer's D&D has romantic updates as well, in character and out of character. That's true. We can't do this to me this summer. Now I just need to know. I'll text you. Fantasy girlfriends. Real life girlfriends. So, um... Barnabas, Barnabas uh, is describing a bind that he finds himself in with the City Watch, whereby there are certain uh, extra legal boundaries Seth feels uncomfortable crossing. But he puts it to you. You all have been in step, or indeed a step ahead of our investigations. And I also have come to know that you, while being members of the Magus and Protectors, are also allied with the Blackstaff of Waterdeep, mm-hmm. with Force Grey. Is this so? Look at these hands. Don't they look great to you? <laughs> Puts on a single silver glove. <laughs> <laughs> well, this being the case... Michael Jackson above. <laughs> I feel comfortable... Encouraging you all. Follow up on what leads you might have on Erstel Floxen if you come across, although I do fear for his well-being at this point. Do you but have any background of Erstel that you could share with us? At this point, we know him to be a member of the Zentary, an officer. We do not know whom he serves. But with the gang war spilling into the streets between the Zents and the Xanathar, 
there does seem to be some. You take it off. Goodbye. See you we have a house guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. That was pretty It is hard to confirm or deny, but there seems to be strife within the Zents. Strife within the Zents? Yes. I've been saying that. Who could have foreseen this? I've been saying that. Yes. Now, without being able to investigate the glyph, which I believe to be a teleportation circle. The what? (laughs) Sorry. Excuse me. Teleportation circle? The magical sigil that was reported... Are you saying I could have teleported somewhere? Not unless you are a rather skilled magician. We know a skilled magician. And it's Yuri. (laughs) 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 And it's Yuri, the wizard. (laughs) (laughs) What if I change my name to Glyph again? What? Again? again? Oh, no. like... What if I change my name again? again? No. What if I change my name again, but this time to Glyph? Oh, like a new, like a new uh, persona? I thought you were saying Glyph again. Like a name. Glyph again. Wait, that's going to be my next D&D character. It's Glyph again. Good. Great. Okay, sorry. G-L-Y-T-H. Yes, of course. Okay. So... Teleportation. Uh... Where this teleportation circle connects to, hard to say, I was not given enough time or space to investigate it. I would also need to ask one of my uh, compatriots within the Magists and Protectors to investigate it. That magic remains slightly beyond my level. Oh. Mm. So we wouldn't be able to go through it, you don't think? Like, hypothetically. It is a high-level spell. Those within the uh, arcane arts would classify it as a fifth-level spell. Oh. I can do do second level. Can you provide us with any assistance in accessing the building? Are there any sewers? Well, that is the problem. The building itself at this point is under surveillance. At the request of the Growlhoots. Mm. <clears throat> they are not allowing us inside, but they also want to keep intruders from coming in. I think that leads would be better followed hunting down this Nimborite. Where would we come by a lead? For that. Well, I came to you hoping you might have more information on that, and it sounds like you have been searching. Yes. Or have leads already. We must collect. We Pads. may have a device to detect nimble rights. Oh, that would be extremely useful in this circumstance. Well, yes, but you see, the problem is we don't know where it might be, and... You do know where it is. Oh, We just uh, have to go back and get it. 
The no, nimble, not the device. Right. Oh, the, right. the nimble right. The, yeah, 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 yeah. the nimble right. You don't oh, you know where it, it might be a Gralhund. Maybe it's you said I believe it was a Gralhund, mm. and I also believe it fled the night of the conflict. Of course. Damn it. Evidence and eyewitness reports seem to suggest it left sometime in the night. Does it have a direction? Perhaps it would have returned to would would the house of inspired hands be south? It would be west of Ravendor. It would be possible it returned to where it came from. Do you know where it came from? Well, the house of inspired hands is where the nimble rites have been built. Can Certainly. our contact who is creating the detection tool is another nimble right. Hmm. But he has been sequestered. It's so sad. Is there any way that you can help us? Sort of fucked up. Work with the Temple of Gond to get access to Nim. <laughs> Perhaps well, he could be a consultant. You are friends of the Blackstaff, no? Yes. yes. Best friends. <laughs> Oftentimes yes. the Blackstaff can open doors that might otherwise be closed. You would say she's proficient side. with these tools. I speak figuratively. Oh, I was... She may have magics that can wipe a door off this plane of existence, but... It would be far easier for her to simply send word that representatives of hers have important business to carry out. She would like we should open. communicate with her as soon as possible. Yes. Let's do it. Indeed. Yes. Um, do we have a way to do that? To Blackstaff Tower. I mean, we can we go, there. go there. Um, I think also, we probably want to finish this conversation, though. Yeah, we will there. continue our search of Growlhoon Villa. We have already begun the process of procuring a warrant of search from a magistrate, and I am interested in seeing what there is to be found within the villa. Are what you, there is to be found before it is scrubbed clean. Are you aware if there might be any subterranean access points? None that I'm aware of. The sewage system does not appear to link up to Groudon Villa. Nor did I notice any manholes within the grounds. Mm. Birthday hole. So you're simply proposing to get this. Can straight. we borrow some griffins? Or glyphigans? <laughs> what? That is outside of my jurisdiction. Uh, or similar. Were you closer aligned with. Hold on a second, I need to remember it. Maxine? Maxine! <laughs> Were you aligned with the Order of the Gauntlet, perhaps? <laughs> they have connections to the Griffin Cavalry. But, short of that, um, I suppose you could try to speak with someone in the Lord's Alliance. Or... Would Rainier have, have friends Lord's in Alliance Watch? connections? Would I think I have a Lord's yeah. connection. Mm. The Lord's Alliance is not 
the uh, it might not be what you're thinking. It's not the mask lords. So. It's different from the mask okay. lords. It's not Mert. So it's, they're, they're it, not connected. He the Lords connect Alliance him. is an alliance of lords in different oh. cities throughout <laughs> Faerun. Oh, okay. Oh, not Mert. It's like the secret UN. So we need to find the unicorn. Not the Feywild. Faerun is the Faerun. Yeah. Faerun is the like. Oh, that's like, like the, the United continent States. that you find yourself oh, on. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Feywild, and Faerun is spelled F A E R U N. Feywild, F E Y W I L D. Got it. So it sounds like perhaps we should ask the Blackstaff if we can have help accessing Nim, and if she can cast level 5 things to teleport us into Growlhund Manor. Do we know where the other I would say that Growlhund Manor is not the lead you want to follow. Mm. Right, because it's being watched. It is under heavy surveillance. Entering the grounds... In theory, for the future. In theory, for the future, I... I find that Growlhund at this point may have gone cold due to the extensive attention that is being placed on him. The Growlhunds, if they are clever enough to come up with a cover story, are certainly clever enough to cover up evidence. What I suggest is you try to discover this Nimblerite or the whereabouts of Erstal Floxen, both of whom are the loose ends that I can suss out from this, and discover what information they might hold. And if possible, find evidence linking the Growlhounds to these crimes. For now, no hard evidence does, short of a leaky story. Mm. And I advise you again that I come to you extrajudicially. This is not explicitly illegal, what I am asking you to do, but it is not within the bounds of normal City Watch work. So do proceed with discretion. Of course. And Choppa indubitably blinks at him. (laughs) With both eyes. (laughs) Sort of squints behind the very, like, thick, dusty specks that he has around his eyes. Yes. Yes. Well, I have glasses on top of I have shirt. much to attend to, much to discover. If you don't have any further questions for me, I will leave you for now. Has have any other sightings of the nimble right been reported? Yes. No, but as you know well enough, nimble rights passes regular folk. Normally enough with a cloak on, passing disguise, it would be feasible that he would blend in rather simply. He could also be a captive. Hmm. He could also be dead. Hmm. I wonder if it would work on them if they were dead. Don't worry about that. I forgot I was going to send a notification to everybody. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. But I have more also. But also, um... (laughs) Thank you. um, Thank you for that. Yes. Um... 
I wonder, it was so unimportant too. I wonder <laughs> if it would still work on a dead nimble, right? Is all I was trying to say. Oh. Or if it needs to be alive. How do you kill a nimble, right? Same way you kill anything else. Throw it off the building. <laughs> <laughs> or jump off a building and jump off the stab it. Jump off the building. <laughs> Something that you have kind of already done. <laughs> Remember when you jumped off the building? Yeah. Kind of. Not Remember quite. <laughs> I missed that. That was a good combat. Sorry. Um, can you kill a nimble right? Are you asking me, Jack? No, I'm asking Jack. Yeah. Uh, as the DM, I'm not going to proffer an answer. Fuck. As a player... I'm gonna say yeah. Well, you can kill God if you're strong enough. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like you would just—it wouldn't be called goal. killing. I guess you it would could, be like, called like deactivate. It, yeah. Deactivate. I mean, like Bang Bang could die. These are the interesting ontological questions with constructs. You could like very existential. Probably burn it to death. I'll ask in character, Bang Bang. Do you know how nimble rights come? How a nimble rights life? ceases to be. Chuck, do you know how a satyr's life ceases to be? <laughs> Too much wine and sex, am I right? Like, <laughs> um, I don't think this will be it. Okay. I suspect some part of me is vital. Okay. Good to know. I haven't <laughs> dissected. It seems... Unprudent. <laughs> well, would it be like a dissect or dissemble? Hmm. We all stand around, like, <laughs> looking at will carry out these experiments <laughs> on your own time. Uh, if you have any pressing word to pass along to me, mm. uh, you can attend to the North Ward City Watch Post. Thank you kindly, sweet Barnabas. Thank you. It's good to see you. We never saw you. Be well and be safe. Yes, this never happened. (laughs) This never happened. (laughs) Make fun of (laughs) Arby's. Make sparks with the silver glove. (laughs) It looks like I got away with all those men as I did. I don't think he's affected you at all. I don't think so. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> just like, don't mention the murders, don't mention the murders. Chess <laughs> Green was timed perfectly because it's distracted Barnabas. Yeah. <laughs> so Barnabas is left. <laughs> and you all find yourselves in... Troll Skull Man. Where we mm-hmm. never heard of it. It is the fourth of Marpana. Oh, no, no, it's not. Ah, uh, Marpana. Those were the days. Uh, TBT Marpana. Those Marpana days. Those Marpana nights. Just trying to <laughs> remember when uh, doppelgangers were all we thought about. Ah, uh, frogs so out there. Frog. And that necklace. Where you at? Poor Bonnie. Poor Bonnie. Um, we should Must go to the Black Staff. <laughs> Bonnie was just like just coming down now after like was that someone from the Magus and Protectors Guild? No. <laughs> Bonnie. You guys do weird stuff. We just Ten, got you live delivered. With us. <laughs> what? We just got DoorDash. 
The mayor horse dropped it off. <laughs> I told this horse. I'm sorry, Julian. Don't worry, Julian was Julian was trying those mushrooms he was growing. <laughs> the mayor horse. Why does the neighbor live in the stables? <laughs> I think we should we should make haste to the black staff. Make haste. Make haste. Make haste. Ready watch it. Um, you sure? I can cut if it. you want. Sure. Yeah. So this you want to go to the black staff? What do you want to do? Well, she's yeah. gonna ask us about that that dragon that we haven't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she said do it whenever. It's fine. I thought she said we had a couple days before. Yeah, exactly. Has it been a couple, been couple days? Couple days. Yes, but it has not been long. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. But if we tell her that this seems to also be a pressing matter, I don't know. She, I don't I mean, think she'd be mad at us about the dragon if we were like, we have... We'll just leave a note if she's not there. It'll be fine. Information. Uh, but yeah. So we can either go see a dragon or we could go take care of this. And I feel like we should take care of this. Yes, that seems time pressing. Um, bang bang, what is the uh, range on that little doodad, do you think? It was 500 feet. All right, gang, well, to be honest, I'm thinking maybe we should just, like, do a grit, like, search the city. Really gumshoe it up. No. Pound the pavement. Should we first <laughs> pound the pavement? Should you know we just just walk past Grauden Villa? Like very nonchalantly just this seems like a fine place to start. Especially if we have a range of five hundred feet. You need to get the device first. Yeah, yes. we need oh. black So the device is currently in possession of the house of inspiration. I'm sorry, I thought to make we had adjustments it. so that it would not be sensitive to bang bang. Right. Right, right. This right, was right, the right. Uh, daring moment oh, where Julian snuck into the house of God, yeah. snuck the stuff in, mm-hmm. managed to take a door off of its hinges. And all without being detected before leaving before the church was closed. And so, we feel like Julian in that situation was a gaunt girl. Yes. Gone if you want. <laughs> yeah, I know um, Julian's boy. <laughs> I was making a gone girl. So right yes, there. I agree. We go to Nim or we go to um, Blackstaff. Get a special injunction to remand Nim. Nim can't leave. We just need to be able to consult with Nim. Yes. We need to get in the door. Yes. We need to speak with Nim and take the device that yes. he has. Um, and then we go there and do that, and then we do the pavement pound. I only want yes. the sound of the radar to be... Like a monkey? Sure. This is a good noise. Thanks. So what you doing? We're going to the Blackstaff. You go to the Blackstaff. You arrive at Blackstaff Tower, and after a brief interface with some of the attendants there, you encounter the Blackstaff in the atrium of the building. And she comes up and says, So how's it going with the dragon? Are you returning to tell me about that? I'm afraid not. Oh. But it it is. the gang... You didn't use the potions yet, did you? No. no I, okay. No, we're I saving. can't give you any more potions, so... Exactly. Oh, we're not here for potions. And okay. I appreciate the heads up vis-a-vis resources. Um, it's at the very top of our, like, 
side quest to-do list. You know what I mean? Sure. Above going to get the random books. So why are you? Oh, right. Um, there's a Nimblerite. He's got a sort of a little doodad that he was working on us for, uh, for us, and we're getting a bit of a runaround from the Temple of God, and I was wondering if you could just sign a piece of paper that says, let these guys talk to Nim the Nimblerite. As Shall needed. I send a message? Uh, that would be great. She sort of turns aside and just is like, <laughs> and then cast a spell. Please provide us with full access to Nim. <laughs> or something. Yeah, no, like, uh... This is Roger the Blackstaff. Representatives of Force Grey will be arriving at the House of Inspired Hands shortly. Please give them full access to the Nimble Rite. Nim. 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 Thank you. I love having um, no connection. Yes, truly. Thank no you. I'm sorry to take your time. And is there a more um, respectful way of your time that we could request this sort of thing going forward or just, like, track it down? It would be really lovely if you could just use a sending spell, but I'm not sure that you're quite at that level yet. No. Till then, um... You know when the hours of operation are for the school. Um, If I'm available, I will make myself available to you. I may not always be available. Totally understand. Uh, Thank you. Mornings aren't bad, though. This wasn't a bad time. Oh, good. Mornings are good. You see so early. You're glowing. Well, I did. Did spend a little bit more time this morning. No, no, um, I can tell. <coughs> uh, just on your mission, whatever the House of Inspired Hands, please do tend to that dragon soon. Oh, sure. Thank you. Absolutely. Oh, do you uh, want any tea? No, I have a class actually. Okay, uh, goodbye. A bit of beeswax for the knuckles. <laughs> uh, we'll take that. <laughs> she just walks away, rubbing Ooh. some of that into her hands. Oh, nice. Uh, but you have a message sent to the. House of Inspired Hands, which you can follow up on now if you would like. Yes, sir. You would. To the yes, House of Inspired yes, Hands. Yes, do it. You arrive and walking into the main hall of something or other. Can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. But um, seeing all the inventions on their respective plinths, you see the figure of Valletta striding across the entranceway towards you. Hello. Hello. Hi. Yes. Hello. You got your message. Oh, not our message. Black sack. Yes. <laughs> um, we would be happy to show you up to Nim. And may I just say... You must feel quite uncomfortable. <laughs> I honestly, yes. I've had some time to reflect on my reaction, and I'm not particularly proud of how I treat you all or him, and I'm offering my sincere apologies. Mm. Apologize to Bang Bang directly. Can I roll an insight check to know how sincere her apologies are? Roll that insight check. I just mean, what if she's lying? What else? Everyone's ready to get forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So. It's 16. She seems sincere. And as she continues, in the end, it, it was a reaction to... Uh, become upset with him over a small mechanical bird. Uh, that was an overreaction. We returned some of his tools, and uh, so long as he doesn't do anything 
crazy, something bigger than a mechanical bird, we would be uh, remiss to take them away from him again. Ha ha ha, yeah. I really think you must consider a work placement. Yes, a constructive use. That um, wasn't a terrible idea. Yes. But, but again, this is a complicated matter. Yes. Hmm. Not so complicated, but we'll discuss this in the future. Yes, and I thank you for your sincerity. For now, though, let me show you up to Nim. And Voleta leads you up the winding stairs to the attic room that Nim inhabits. You walk in and you see that most of his tools have been returned to him, all of them as far as you can tell. Uh, it is still the same room that is strewn with piles of junk and doodads and gadgets. Uh, Valletta, having seen you all here, says, I'll give you some space for now. Um, as far as communicating with Nim goes, he doesn't speak, you know. Do you want me here to translate or no? Mm-mm. We understand each other. Okay. That's fine. I won't be far away should you need anything. And Valletta leaves the room. Also, he can write, so like... <laughs> Don't let him out. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we do understand. So you see Nim, who, writing. seeing you all, is just sort of like bobbing gently on the balls of his feet. And once Valletta has left the room, walked away, and you hear the squeak of the floorboards as she descends. Um, he dives into a pile of junk, flinging some things aside, and comes out, and he's holding that same sort of long, metallic... It almost looks like uh, like a shotgun to our perception, but constructed of like small copper piping and a bit of wire that terminates in an umbrella-like thing at the end. And he gestures to it and pulls the trigger and it starts to whir. And it doesn't make a... But it does make that the same sort of sound as like a bicycle that has a, a card in one of the spokes that's just like... As it's spinning around. And uh, points it at Bang Bang and it doesn't make any sort of noticeable difference to the noise. Can I hold out my hand to take it? Can I point it at Nim? It's not, it doesn't seem to detect him either. Okay. It seems that he's made adjustments so that neither of you are picked up. Very nice. He just sort of like looks at you you all expectantly. Thank you. I go for a high It's five. just the thing. You just like reaches out and pokes your hand. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I'll demonstrate. <laughs> you try. Gets it. High five. Everyone's high-fiving. <laughs> Good. Thank you, Nim. Um, before we go, is there anything you've been able to think of that might help us track down this creation of yours? Has the nimble right returned? He points at the, at well, the detecting yes, device. Yes, thank you. I, let me rephrase. Have you thought of any wise place to begin searching or something you think the nimble right might seek out to maintain itself the way I eat food ponders for a second and then finds a scrap piece or you know he would find a a chalkboard yeah yeah 
and starts to scribble. And after a minute or so of writing, he turns it, and you see the message says, Don't know where it would go. Lost control of it. It left. Haven't seen it since. Yes, I understand. Thank you. Um, uh, doesn't need food. Doesn't need water. Doesn't need sleep. Is there any material you can think of which it does need? He sort of scribbles. Core. Yeah, is it connected to like any like how Nim is connected to a building? Bang bang. Do you understand? He hangs his head and says no. And at that, you see, he sort of starts to like turn his head, and it starts to like click around. And he turns his head a full 180 degrees before something sort of releases, and he's able to unhinge his head up, and you can see up into his skull there is like a vacant space that seems like it should hold something larger, but within it, there is just a faintly glowing, uh, like, gem. He puts it down, uh, rearranges his head, goes to the slate and starts to scribble. My core located in church. Transponder in head. Can't go far. Um, unless you had the core. Do me. <laughs> yeah, Bang Bang, can you do that? Uh... Bang Bang comes up to you and, like, sort of asks for permission before touching. And starts to adjust. It, your designs are slightly different, and you can see it takes him a little while. <clears throat> But after about five minutes of looking and tinkering with your head, uh, he abandons that pursuit and starts to follow a pipe that works its way down your neck and into like your sort of core abdomen area and starts to like remove like small panels and follow and scratches and... Like, out of curiosity, he asks if he can look at your foot and goes down and starts to, like, just look at a random spot, like, takes off a small piece of the, like, wood that had been, like, joined there and, uh, again, just seems sort of stupefied and comes up and writes something feverishly on the, like, no core. What? Mm -hmm. Write something else. All of you, core. All of Bang Bang is core. All of you is core. What is the purpose of a core? Thanks for a minute, writes. Life Force. And what charges a core? I'm assuming, are you saying that it needs to be charged, or is it looking for its core? Uh, writes down, depends on design. But the one that we were talking about, you said it needs its core. Self-generated. 
magical in nature. Like me? Is Lesson that, says, not sure. Is that what this device tracks? The core? Uh, writes again, specific magical signature. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't think personally I have any more questions that could, like, narrow down a starting point to start looking for the Nimblerite, so I think maybe we start at Grail, Grailhund Villa and go south from there and just, Is like, Is there sweep. a way that someone could control this Nimblerite? Uh, or does it act right, like its own free so will? It's possible. All things can be controlled. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Bang Bang got charmed last night. Truly. Bang Bang. And you recall the silly hat. Yes, that's true. You didn't like that hat at all. Hmm. You took it off as soon as you could. Mm, sure, that was me. What about... Right. You couldn't take it off, yeah. Um, Is there anything that it's drawn to? Like, there would that would go seeking something? Mm, or anything it wants. Right. I'm not sure. I couldn't give it what it wanted or needed. <laughs> Which, what do you think that was? Just sort of like points again at the message. Yes. If you knew you could provide it or try. Is there anything it's afraid of or sort of shrugs? That's thank you, Nim. Uh you've been very helpful. I wonder, um if we could find some way for you to Pass messages back and forth. Would you like to maintain communication even after we've left? Left. That would be nice. Did you ever get that little bird back? He sort of deflates. It broke. They oh. tell me not to make constructs. Well. Yes. I'll never have a pet. <laughs> I've been told many times by somebody who's been told they are in charge of such things not to do something. But sometimes I choose to ignore that advice. What I'm saying is, if you found yourself making another little bird... Have it fly out to us, and we could become pen pals. A little, little word I just made up. You'll need the address. Not again. Would there? Oh, and then I tell him the address. Um, Troll Skull Manor. Blah 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 blah. Um, Is there any like materials we could sneak you to make that easier? He sort of looks at all the junk around and it's just like... He's pretty flush. Like a pig in shit. Or a nimble ride in a junk heap. Um, 
Cool. The bravest little toaster. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Thanks for having Bod. Um, guys want to go? We're good. Mm-hmm. Julian gives Nim a hug. Oh. Nim sort of seems taken aback, but just awkwardly. Just making sure infuses the most positive, loving energy into the hug. It's possible. He seems to really enjoy it. Good. Oh. After after a few seconds of uncertain stiffness, sort of sinks into it and seems to really enjoy it. Whoa. Julian's very happy. So is Nim. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Your work is going to help us very much. Before you all leave, he looks at you and starts writing again, sort of frantically. There's another of us. Proto-Ulm. Hiding in the Blue Alley. Haven't seen for many years. Might be gone. You got that? I can repeat those. We've got that recorded. Hiding in the blue alley. What was its name? Proto-Dell? Proto-Ohm. Proto-Ohm. O-L-M. Proto is in prototype, Ohm as in salamander. O-L-M? O-L-M. Pratulum. Two separate words. I know, but if you say it, it's more Like Coop. Exactly. Cooperation. Hiding in the blue alley. Haven't seen him for many years. Might be gone. What is the blue alley? Where is. Do we. Just, just, do I know where the blue alley is? He erases and writes and says, I don't know. Do I know where the blue alley is? Have I heard of that? Roll a history check. 19 plus something. Everyone's heard of the Blue Alley. It is notorious in Waterdeep. It is a rite of passage of a lot of adventurers within the city, but with, uh, it was 19 or was there more on top of that? There's more on top. What is the total? Sorry, I just didn't remember my modifier off the top of my head. My computer died. That's Um, fine though. I think it's either going to be a dirty 20 or a 21. Okay. Um, I definitely have some. Skills, history, plus two. So twenty-one. Twenty-one. Um, so most most people in Waterdeep have heard of the Blue Alley. A lot of people talk about it in hushed tones because it is. Notoriously a death trap. Um, with a 21, you will have known through hearing rumors at the Yawning Portal specifically that many years ago it was created by a wizard who felt slighted by a group of adventurers who that pillaged his tower and he devised it as a means of perpetual revenge against adventurers. Whoa. Cool, so I'm not going to add that to the quest list. (laughs) But that's where this other... Right. Well, maybe we won't die in the death trap. 
He just shrugs. Growling. And he writes and says, visited me during the purge. Told me he was going. I chose not to follow. I couldn't. The purge? Oh, like when... The nimble right purge. You were all right. <coughs> right, 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 right. The mass. What happened to the rest? I'm sorry. Writes. Many decommissioned. Others sold. I'm not sure about the rest. The Red Bull forced them into the sea. <laughs> Would you ever want us to find your core? Nim's core is here. Writes and says, not sure if possible. Or, oh, right, you said this it's is hidden somewhere in the core. Or in the church, I mean. Mm. Mm. Well, let us know if you want us to try. I don't know where you would start. Where um, was the workshop where we were created? Just points down. In his fair. pants. <laughs> um, <laughs> My dear. Perhaps we should see. Perhaps we should see if we can ask to see the workshop where I was created. I think this is a reasonable question. Yes. <laughs> so you seek out Valetta, mm. and did you have a good time talking with Nim? Were you able it was to a talk wonderful with play date, Yes. Mm-hmm. It was good to see him fulfilled. More. That's Slightly. good to hear. Yes, and that big robot he's making is amazing. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just kidding. That was a little joke. <laughs> oh, just a little total humor. Just a little total chortle. Oh, that's good, Chuckleberry. Anyway, um, no, um, I would like to see the workshop where I was created. The workshop where you were created. Um, that's not on premises. Where is it? You were created in Gloria's personal workshop. Where is it? Nim said it was down his pants. (laughs) I, I don't remember off the top of my head. This was a long time ago. It was somewhere else in the Sea Ward, not terribly far from here. It was a, a sponsored dwelling by the House of Inspired Hands. I could try to find out. Yes, can we see the records, please? I, it, it would take time. I, I, okay. Um, please investigate, and I'll be interested in this inter- information in the future. It's just like, I'll, I'll get some acolytes to look inside. You could return... I would say within a within by the end of the ten day, we should have more information. Again, I'm not trying to withhold anything. It's just oh, this a long time ago. Sure. He, May I see where the other nimble rites were created? Well, do you mean the ones that Gloria made, such as Nim? Nim was one of Gloria's earlier creations. <clears throat> 
So, yes. And, uh, they were made in her workshop. Oh, all of them. There are other people who construct Nimborites, but none bear quite the intricacy of design and nuance that Gloria's designs did. Mm. You are something quite special. What is it that holds Nim here? Well, his core is located within the church. It was removed during the purge in an agreement with the city watch. They felt unsafe in the immediate aftermath, having unchecked Nimborites wandering the streets. We removed his core and connected it to a device that keeps it charged. Mm. and transponds a magical signal signal to him, but the distance of that transpondence is not very far. It is more life support than imprisonment. Were we able to gain permission from the correct authorities, could Nim have his brain back? I... His body parts seem to belong inside. I suppose that's possible. Why would you want that? Would you like all of your body parts inside of you? No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but like that. Yes. This Thanksgiving dinner is going to If Nim wants such an eventuality to occur, I suppose, although, to be honest, I'd never considered it. He's been here as long as I've been here, really. Damn it. I just wanted to put it in the chat. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I wasn't going to hit send yet. Um, <laughs> I, oh, I had a question. I'm not sure Perhaps how Perhaps we can ask Nim if this is interesting. I'm not to sure them. how to decouple his core from That's Nim. The, uh, the, the source it's connected to. I see. Again, perhaps... It is a divine symbol to God that many of our acolytes and priests pray to, and uh, the, the two have become somewhat fused. So you stole Nim's brain, and now you pray on it. No, we, we tried to save Nim. He would have been destroyed otherwise. Other, other creations of Glorious could not be so easily modified. One such as yourself, for example, that has a disseminated energy signature. Nim, being an earlier model of Gloria's, had a somewhat more rudimentary design. She later found this to be a redundancy and improved upon it. If you were to cut off Nim's head from the rest of his body, the rest of his body would cease to function, whereas you, should you lose an arm or a leg, a head, would still continue to operate in a form until you incurred too much damage. Mm. Mm. The same thing would happen to me. 
I have heard people at the bar in the old days wonder about when is a ship still itself. (laughs) I think this may be similar to what we ponder now. We should move on. Thank you. (laughs) For the second time today, we're standing in a circle, everybody going like... Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, but I think um, we should go try to find that little guy. Yeah, can we just have it running whenever we're walking around? But we should tell Valletta about this. What? We're yeah, not telling can, Valletta about oh, that. Yeah. We we'll do it outside. Like, yeah, yeah. When, you're, when you're leaving. It's in my shell. So, you have recovered the number right detector. What would you like to do? Yeah. So, the only thing I could think of else was that, whether it was a lie or not, but that they thought the nimble right was bought at a market. So maybe the nimble right was at the market for some reason. Where is the... There's a market ward, right? Uh, there's a trade... There's the trades ward. There's like, also the market square in the castle ward. Didn't you mention a special market that yeah, the Frowns so got Nimfrown... Or not That Nimfra. seems to be the, the line that they gave to Barnabas, but Barnabas said he had reason to believe that she was lying. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, they, she said that they acquired the nimble right from a Lantanese merchant in the market. You know, Lantan is an island off the coast of Faerun. Uh, Cisco is Lantanese. The or Cisco, I don't know. I, I guess a lot of people have been to Cisco. The guy, the clothes maker. Mm-hmm. Um, Gitane is Lantanese. Oh, French. Cool. The, like the. Sorry, the musician. Uh, Antonis, uh, 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 like yeah. the musician Cisco? I would, that's who <laughs> I was picturing. Cisco is the name of the tailor who made Julian's gold suit. No, I think I described bad. him as having a very coiffed, uh, like slick back black thing with like a single mm-hmm. sort of bang. Yeah, like uh, Stacey London. <laughs> Mm. Cool. Basically, uh, that story does not check out with the knowledge that you have, which is that he was, it was a runaway from Nim's attic, yeah. not the property of a Lantanese merchant. Right. Um, so well, you they do were know, though, lying being, a, being, having roots in the House of Inspired Hands is that Lantan is a well-known center of Gond worship. And a lot of renowned wizards and inventors do come from Lantern. Well, I think we should follow up first on, let's do some sweep, do a sweep. And if we don't find anything today, we can try to put some inquiries out about this Lantanese merchant. And, I mean, like, we don't know that's right, or we know that that's not right, but it might, you know, dig something up. Should we be focusing on roof lines? Well, I think that if we're within 500 feet, it should generally get 
like the entirety of whatever building we're next to, including the roof. So I think if we do that, and then also Yuri is circling as Freya above us, keeping an eye out, then I think we should be fine. Well, or not, you know, that's good coverage. Find this robot. Okay, and you're just trying to Mm. search this guy. So my thought is we, well, that just while we're searching, Freya should be circling above us. Just like looking down at us and the rooftops and the whole like zone that we're in. So right now y'all are in the sea ward at the House of Inspire Clones. Where do you want to begin your search? I will be frank. I know where this nimble right is. Well, sh- can yeah. I look at the map? If you search long enough, you can do a full scan of the house. Or, sorry, you can do a full scan of that wasn't a Freudian in a slip. house. That wasn't a Freudian slip. I was just thinking of like Robin <laughs> Villa, and I just yeah. read a House of Inspired Hands. Yeah, um, you can do a full search of Waterdeep. That will take more time. You could also get lucky depending on <laughs> where you begin your search. And I'll remind you that the uh, it fled going south from Growlhound Villa in the north ward, which if you look at this, Growlhound Villa is up here and it went south. You're not sure if it continued going south, if it veered east or west, again. or maybe doubled back and went north again. Mm-hmm. But currently you're like over here. And this is sort of where it fled from heading south. How so, big is 500 feet compared to? Uh, 500 feet could probably give you an area that is like uh, that big, like the tip of my finger on this map. Okay, so a little bit smaller than one of these blocks that were near. Yeah, it's not quite the size of a block. But so, that's but still if pretty we, significant. But if we like walked. Down. Big. Yeah. It's a radius, not a uh, not a not a diameter. Right. So it's five hundred oh. all directions. So if we oh, walked yeah. down Wait, the parallel streets, where's we the would castle ward. Uh, the castle ward is here. Okay. Maybe. So this is the sea. This is the sea ward. This is the north ward. This is the castle ward. The trade ward sort of runs along here. This is the city of the dead. Uh, castle ward. Uh, and then the dock ward is over here, and the southern ward is here. Okay, so hear me out. It was looking for a jewel, and uh, we know there's been some jewel thievery, and we also know that Lady Growlhoon was probably seeking some sort of gem or jewel, and if somehow she... I thought she made it throw the fire jewel into the scene. Right. Oh, never mind. Okay. Yeah, Maybe. that you seem to have been able to determine is that the Nimble Rite had the Necklace of Fireballs. Yes. The Necklace of Fireballs belonged to Yala Grafman. The Nimble Rite apparently threw it through the through the fireball and ditched the necklace. Ditched or dropped, you're not sure. Um. Yeah, those are sort of the things that you've been, you've managed to string together thus far. Okay. <laughs> so, 
What I'm going to propose is that we call that we call it for tonight because it's ten. Yeah, my eyes are having a hard time. I see you. I see you tired. I see you tired. No, my I'm also tired. Um, and we have a long session ahead of us. I propose where we begin next time is with your search of Waterdeep for the nimbus. Can we, um, between now and the next session, maybe, like, draw our intended route, maze like, through the city? And Absolutely. And we can just, like, progress down the path until yeah. we hit something and decide to do something differently. I'd Absolutely. say, yeah, grocery store style. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can come up with whatever route you want. Another thing that we could do is, um... I mean, if you want to do a little less work, you can also just say we want to go, like, block by block through the city. Mm-hmm. And based on where you start, I will know about how many hours it takes or days. Seems fair. I feel like yeah. we, we can, can sort we can of go sweep. quickly through it. We don't, like, I'm not going to be like, yeah. and now you search this block, everyone roll. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. you search this block and everyone roll. I'm not going to belabor it too okay. much. Sweet. I mean, I it's, think... I mean, we sort of have a tool for doing the thing that we're doing. Right, so. exactly. Like, you did, right. you did all the work in right. the thing, so I'm not going to make you do more work to find what you're looking for. Yeah, I think we're going to st- search block by block, starting at Grail, Grail Hunt Villa, and okay. just radiate outwards That's a good choice. until we hit it. And hopefully... But can we also have it going as we go back toward... Oh yeah, we're gonna have it running all the time at this point. I feel like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. As long as someone is depressing the trigger on the thing, it will be running. It is a very obvious thing. It's fine. There's no way to do this. So you don't have to be. It, it's not point, like it's not directional. Like you don't have to. You just pointing need, I mean, it it's at. just big. It's like you're holding an umbrella-sized object. Uh-huh. It's just not that discreet. Is all. It's not like people are going to see you and be like, "You're hunting a nimble right. Get them!" Yeah. Like that's not the no nimble right. Just think you're kooky. People are yeah. People are just going to think you're kooky, which is no problem. I'm just saying, yeah. like, if if you're thinking of doing things stealthily, that would be it. Oh no! I was literally thinking about this character when we were talking about cores and robots mm-hmm. from Treasure Planet. Thank you. What's his character? What's the character name? Don't know. Um. If I were to, on a different day, when I prepared different spells, cast Silence, would it um, make it less obvious as a device? If we're, like, trying to sneak up on the thing? It would. It would also take away your primary mechanism of knowing when something is in range, because it is a sound-based alarm. Right. Sure, that sure, sure is. There's no light or anything. Okay, fair enough. It emits a sound. You remember when it yeah. was, uh, when he used it, when Bang Bang was in the room, that it yeah. made a sort of loud, perfect, like train whistle noise almost. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Cool. What if the, I mean, totally fine if not, Do you but still if want a person holding it... Yeah, I know this on the record. Okay. If the person hold, holding it, would they be able to tell that it was, like, vibrating? Like it was making a sound that they couldn't hear? You could always test it. Hmm. Yeah, just stop. But you need to find a nimble rate with which to test it. That's a good point. <laughs>